video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. And welcome to another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Craig, Jess and Andy here from Bonnie, Scotland, here to catch you up and react to the latest news in the video game industry. This week we will discuss the latest batch of games due for release and new games that we have been playing. And at the 11th hour we decided to review a film that was brought to our attention. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. That's right. A Winnie the Pooh inspired horror movie. Masterclass. Lots to be said on that. As always, you can head over to puredeadgaming.com for our latest written reviews. Before Your Eyes, Atomic Heart and Zombieland Headshot Fever Reloaded are the latest. And you can also find all the links to our socials and everything else over there as well. Welcome. Welcome also. Bonjour. Je m'appelle André. Comment ça va? Look, we're not really that great at English. I don't know that we should be branching out into other languages. <laughs> That's literally all I, all I know. <laughs> That's all I remember for school. But that thing, it goes with that joke. Is it Kevin Bridges or something? And he says, he was in, like, it's like a bit he does and he's in Spain and he says something when he's trying to order and he's like, ah, fuck's sake, now this fucking idiot thinks I speak Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> I've used my one fucking line and now, she, now, now she's talking to me because she thinks I know the language. <laughs> Yeah. So what's been happening? Um, Nothing. I feel like I've had quite a media-heavy week. Been watching, I don't, I, I've not really, I don't know, I feel like in recent, last month or two, I've not really watched much. But then, right. over the last few days... Well, you watched a cracker last night. Oh, more than that. Yeah. But... um. I feel like I watched quite a bit over the last couple of days. Like I watched Scream Six. Oh, is that any good? I like. Mm. I quite like the Scream films anyway. To be fair, so I'm They're sort right. of the target audience. But yeah, I mean, it was the best one certainly of the last couple. Uh, I don't Scream know. Scream did I, totally redefine horror movies oh, when totally. they first came out. Yeah, like I feel like this one it had really good twists. The characters were good. The acting was good. Like. Mm-hmm. I just I thought it was I I really liked oh. it. Um, I was saying I was saying to Jess though, like, and I do not mean to be horrible, but Courtney Cox's face was the scariest thing in it. Oh really? Is she bad? <laughs> Fuck me! I don't know. I don't even know what she's done. Oh, no. But whatever she's done, she Madonna esque. She should have aged gracefully. Like, mm. they, they I mean, never, they never do though. That's the problem. See back and like they're scrutinised so much. No I know wonder. it's not even her fault. Like, but like. Back in the nineties, during Friends, like she was an attractive woman. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And like, I don't know, I I don't know what she's done. But I was the whole time I'm watching this film, I was like, "Fuck's sake!" Multiple people have sat down and put stuff on your face to make it look as good as possible, and this was the outcome. You're fucking scarier <laughs> than the mask. 
<laughs> wow. Oh harsh, harsh, I must say. Harsh. Sorry, Courtney. Yeah. She's not listening, don't worry. I know. <laughs> but she's alive. She's not so, a fan. So she is alive. Not. Unlike Lance Reddick, that was a bit of a shock. Yeah. Well, I, right, I seen this headline, then I forgot to look back at it. What the fuck happened? What what, it, see, what? that's the thing they sort of put out, that he died of natural... I mean, it might have changed what? now, natural? but they were saying natural causes, but they said it was out of nowhere as well, and I'm like, that, that, none of this makes sense. That's weird. He was only like 50 or something. 60, I think he was. 60. Still young. Yeah. I mean, you hadn't you hadn't proclaimed his death ahead of time or anything, no? No, I never, I never wished ill on him right. or nothing. Because as soon as he died, I was like, that was unexpected. I wonder if Andy had put a hex on him no, or something. No, I'd not, not him. Mm. I didn't put a hex on Lance. I've, I've just checked. Lance. David Dickinson. Still going. It seems that way, right. yeah. Because it's just no. in case there was some sort of mistranslation. <laughs> <laughs> just in case there was a mistranslation because yeah. if Andy if Andy had wished ill on him we would have some serious questions to answer I know, I know. nah never I like Lance he was a good actor he was mm-hmm. good aye. Uh, I take it then John Wick 4 is potentially going to be his last depends when he's done his filming and all that stuff well, it'll certainly be one of his last he does a lot of TV as well yeah so he might have filmed a lot of TV stuff that's still to come out that's true but, uh, aye, so there's another thing Um in our local area that we're that's going to come out soon is a I think it's called is it called Karen's Restaurant? I think it's called Karen's Restaurant. So basically, it's where the waitresses are rude to you. Like you go in and they're rude as fuck, and right. you can be rude as fuck back. Seriously, right? It's it originated in Australia, and they're they're on tour. So Calling coming- it Karen's is. Is it's yeah. clever. It's yeah. clever. Sure it called yeah. Karen's Restaurant. I just looked up Karen's Diner and it says, go. yeah, great burgers and very rude service is the tagline. Yes. So there's loads of videos of this online. Obviously, like maybe people take their granny and their granny walks in and the, the last She doesn't like, have an idea. Doesn't have a clue. The old right. granny doesn't have a clue what's going on. And this fucking server just comes in, right? Come on, you old fart. Sit down. You're taking fucking forever. Sit down. And then the old woman's like, oh my God. Oh my, what is it's just talking to me. <laughs> well, it's, it's so funny watching women's reactions because they're just like, what's going on? So Are bad. you allowed to film it? I don't know. don't know. Because if you are, we could all go. Well, I'm going. I'm going with Heather. I'm oh, going with Heather, so, are you? So we're going to go on a double date. We'll book it. It's like 45 <laughs> quid, I think. But, oh, cunt. <laughs> I want a burger. I don't know how far they can go, but it is. I'll like, fucking tell you how far I'll be going. If they're going to come to Scotland, they, they're going to have to put up a lot of fucking pish top back, obviously. Yeah. Lettuce. Lettuce in the fucking burger. Lobbed. <laughs> <laughs> they fuck. So I, I don't know. It says like, Aye, put, they might have actually bit off more than they can chew exactly, it's got. That's what I'm thinking, I <laughs> pop up for, so it's in air, pop up for three days, uh, three nights, and it's at the end of April. Mm. Um, but you've got to book it, so you probably have to book it quite quickly. Yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. I think it'll be good. A good laugh anyway, a good experience. Yeah. Aye, it sounds, it's different, isn't it? Yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure that if you booked that, that price would include your meal, surely. Like what do you think the price is just for abuse? Well, I don't know. If you, well, why? That's what I'm thinking. Is the it, abuse is forty quid if you want the burger. Sixty. <laughs> like it says, like to book it, it's like forty-five or fifty-five, forty-five to fifty-five quid or something. And I was like, I didn't look right into it, but I was like, is that to book it because it's an experience, and then you've got to pay for your meal, or is that 
your meal. I would assume it's included. Has to include the meal. You would think so. I tell you something, by the way. See whoever's come up with that. Like, right, we make a decent burger. Mm. But see if we fucking chuck abuse at the people that are buying it, we can charge them double. How, how what a fucking, what an absolute stroke of genius. A concept where basically you're rude as fuck to your clientele, people come and pay for it. And so how weird. is this touring Scotland and didn't originate in Scotland? Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, that's what I want to know. How did the Australians get there before us? How has nobody thought to monetize this in Scotland? We fucking cornered the market on being pricks. This is every this is every cafe you've ever been to. You can just imagine some guy in Glasgow just sitting there going, "Fuck you, hen! I can get more abuse than this at the fucking local." <laughs> that sounds good. I was out for a nice Mother's Day brunch on Sunday because you know it was Mother's Day and all that. Oh, I, I didn't hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where were you? Just in Pretty Sick. With my mommy. And our son, who went back and forth about four times on whether he was going mm-hmm. or not, didn't, had no interest, then realised he was going to get a big feed. Mm. And he likes a big feed, so he was like, oh, he? I'll maybe go. What's in the menu, man? <laughs> then he was tapping out because of something else, but then the food brought him back in and he did Excellent. end up going. Mm. Aye. Doesn't he miss a meal, that boy? And where did he end up walking? Pancakes with pancakes with bacon and sausage, but they forgot his order, so it was quite funny. <laughs> oh, did they? <laughs> I mean, they were very apologetic, and it got brought out quite promptly. But the rest of us all had our food, and he did not. <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought that was something to me to do with me because every time we go out for a meal, see if they bring like my food and not his. I'm like, ah, I'd have forgotten about you. I think part of it was the <laughs> the fact that it wasn't from the kids section; it was the adult portion that he was having ah, so they maybe, uh, there was maybe confusion I don't know but anywho he has a fat pie mm-hmm. he's not fat he's fucking oh he's a stick <laughs> he's a stick but he fucking eats mm-hmm. um, we had a couple of write-ins this week um, some really nice feedback and reviews lately if you've not dropped us a review please do so um, but from Ed he said pure dead team I want to write in and thank you for all the many laughs over the last month. The blend of comedy and useful info has made this my go-to podcast for gaming. And I'm not sure about this last comment. Even if you are Scottish. Is that supposed to mean? <laughs> it's like a, like a backhanded compliment, isn't it? I'll um, take it. I'll that's take really it. nice, even if you are Scottish. Like he, he, he begrudgingly listens <laughs> to his... Um, like, I don't know why I like these guys, because... You know what I mean? They're, they're Scottish. But I have to admit. But damn if they're charming and funny. <laughs> um, we also had a write-in from Andrew who said, I honestly nearly flung my phone across the room last week when you read out the news about a possible PS5 Pro in 2024. I only just got my hands on a regular one. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people in that sort of boat. Like... It's just getting to the point now where the PS5 can be bought on Amazon or bought in a shop. Mm. And How either's... long after release? <laughs> like two years. Aye, two and a bit years. Wow. And then there's talk. It's only talk, but talk of a pro model coming out at the end of 2024. And would Aye. that be different spec or just different look? It would be more powerful. Would it? Oh. Aye. I mean, don't be wrong. It would. So like, they brought out the PS4 Pro and they all still play the same games, but it's just you could get slightly better visuals. You could get 4K visuals and you could get a, sometimes a better frame rate. So it would, just, yeah. it would just be, it would look better. 
maybe have a bigger hard drive or whatever. But I, I can see folk being like, for fuck's sake, I just got this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be a hard... If they do do a pro model, it'll be a harder sell this time, I think. Especially, like, in, like, this economy. Yeah. Like, when the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X came out, like, that was, like, 2016, 2017. Like, I don't know, it was a much better financial times than it is now. I think folk will be like, fuck off. I don't have that money. But they don't need to sell that many of them. I suppose it's there for people who want it. Time to take a look across to the board. Uh, no, time to look across a board. No. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Tongue tag. Let's look at what's coming out this week. Is it for you to say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I, just before we do, though, a quick note. Uh, last week we had Gorn coming out. It was a PS5 VR game. And then it didn't come out uh, on the day it was supposed to launch. Devolver Digital put up a tweet and they were like, like, they're always funny. I don't think they've ever put out a sensible tweet, but they were just like, aye. Um, so about Gorn coming out, uh, it's not. Um, <laughs> see you in a few days. And that was like, it was some sort oh, of funny that? tweet. Aye, pretty much. I don't know what the issue is, but it's obviously one that's not going to keep it away for long I don't think I think it'll just like all of a sudden it'll just drop in the store but it should be soon it's been it's a game that's been out I think it came out in 2018 on the original PSVR and it's been out on PC and I think Quest as well so whatever it is it must just be some slight issue with the port or something like that it'll be, it'll be with us soon yeah but if you are looking for a VR game you've got this week Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 1 and 2 on PSVR 2 Yep, I've played a little bit of... I mean, I've played both games. The first one on PlayStation VR original and the second game on the Quest. Um, although I had those issues, I don't remember, but I had the issue where about 20 minutes into the game, you had to pick up a Quest item and then you would take it to the next area and then you walked into this room and this guy's like, right, give me the, I think it was a map or a compass. And I was like, right, okay. And you bring your backpack out and there's fucking nothing in it. And you're like... <laughs> I remember, yeah. Right, fuck. And this guy's just standing there with his hand out and you're like, there's nothing here. And I was like, fuck's sake. So I had to restart hmm. the game. And this time I was like picking up loads of shit because you can pick up crafting materials. Mm-hmm. And so before I went on to the next screen, the loading screen, I looked and I was like, backpack full, quest item there, good. Next screen fucking nothing god damn it so i uninstalled the game reinstalled it same fucking thing happened and i was like every time this guy's just standing with his hand out and i'm like what what am i supposed to fucking do like i even contacted something Greg. <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to fucking high five him and stuff because it's in vr but i'm waving stuff out crafting materials or something there was nothing there um and so that's as far as i fucking got like it just, you, no matter how many times I reinstalled this thing, I spoke to the publishers and I was like, is this an issue that you're getting from a lot of people? And they did say, well, look, we've had bug reports and stuff like that. I'm like, I fucking reinstalled this thing like three times. You have used the F word a lot in the last two minutes. Just to it's always it annoyed you. Yeah. It railed me up. Yeah. I think it has. But apologies for that, yeah. everyone. Um, so yeah, uh, it came out today on psvr 2 today being tuesday tuesday we got a code through <laughs> yesterday i've only played a little bit of it just like five minutes because there was last week there was comparisons going about showing the difference between the visuals from the quest and the psvr 2 and it looked night and day and i can confirm it looks really good 
Um, I haven't got to this part with the quest item yet. I assume I'm not going to be, I'm not going to get stung twice. Let's hope not. Shall report back next week, but I think it'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> we also have releasing March 21st, Ridge Racer Type 4. It's an oldie. That is an oldie. Uh, it's part of like the PlayStation collection thing, the uh, premium the, so it's the PlayStation 1 version that's coming. I saw a few reviews, like people haven't back and reviewed it and said, obviously it looks like shit, but it holds up in terms of gameplay. Like I remember having a demo of that yeah. and not been into racing games at all, but been like, holy shit, this is actually really fucking yeah. good. And just playing the same race over and over mm, and I over again. I remember it from. Is that demo yours? Yeah. So I think I'll actually maybe check it out just probably for 10, 15 minutes, you know what I mean? Like nostalgia, but um looks cool. Yeah. Um, and also a PlayStation Premium Plus tier. Is that where we're at? Yeah, I think you can buy it like a la carte, but it's uh, if you've got Premium, you get it as part of it. Are you talking about that game? Or a, Ridge or? Racer. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Also, um, is Chia has just been released as well on PlayStation Plus. Yes. Premium. So this is like a day day one drop, which I extra and premium. Um, they've not done many of thus far. Stray in this, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. What's this one called? Chia. Yeah. What's that about? Will I just talk about it now? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, Jess is <laughs> sacked off work all day. Lies. And Absolute been lies. It. That's not what's happened. Many hours, Japan. Well, it's been on pause quite a lot. Um. <laughs> According to Craig, Justice doesn't work. <laughs> I smell shite. <laughs> I do work. I know you. T- <laughs> I know you do, but you game often. Right. Um, yeah. So it, the game actually opens with like a little kind of word from the developers, like on the screen, like written text, and it says like it's a game inspired by. Please game responsibly. But no, um, that it's inspired by New Caledonia, which is like a small island in the Pacific Ocean, and it says it's like a love letter to this special place. Mm. Um, Do you think like one of the developers went on holiday or something like that and just fell in love with it? Or? Well, I don't know. Like it's made by a team of like nine people. Which I think is quite impressive for what they've put out. Um, and like the characters, I think, are voiced by local talent. Um, but the kind of world in the story is fictional because they didn't mm. want to, um, like all the kind of names, topography, like cultural details and stuff like that have been changed out of respect, I think, for the tradition. Um, but yeah. it's all been adapted to kind of create a fun and engaging experience. And so far, I think it has done that. It's like a open world. Adventure, guess you would call it. Um, so you play as the character Shia, you're like a little girl and exploring. How do you spell it? It begins with a T. Tia. T-C-H-I-A. Yeah. But I think it's pronounced Chia because there is a song right. also involved. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's kind of bursting with things to do. There's like sailing, so you've got a boat, but you actually have to like steer, use your anchor and do the sail bit and stuff like that as you island hop around the map. Is this like map. a rubbing your belly and patting your head situation? No, no, no. no. Right. But it's not just R2 go, you know what I mean? Okay. There's a bit more to it. Um, and then there's loads of like climbing because obviously there's islands and mountains and stuff. Um, gliding, you can glide, peril, diving, sharpshooting, tree hopping, treasure hunting, the list goes on. Um, so there's obviously a story. So it's doing quite a lot of stuff then. Yeah, there's a story yeah. to it, but um, which I believe is about ten hours. But there's like loads to do within the world, and there's like mm-hmm. 
like as you explore, like obviously more stuff opens up. There's like an Assassin's Creed type points of point of view, I think it was called, and right. obviously you get to that point and like opens up more than that. Uh huh. And then you can see all the points of interest. Um, you've got a little ukulele under you like this, and it's one of these ones. Like, remember in like Last of Us Part Two, I think it was. You had the guitar and you could actually kind of play it. Mm. Um, so it's like that. Like there's a full ukulele that you can. Mm. I mean, obviously I know nothing about music, so I can't actually play a song. But if you if you knew, you could play the so- uh, song that you. If you're musically inclined. Yes, but I am not. Mm. Um. So that's been fun. But one of the funnest aspects, I think, so far for me has been this soul jumping ability that you have. Right. Um, so you can soul jump to nearby animals that are in the world or certain objects like rocks or a lantern or a banana. Um, a banana? Yeah, you can just bob about as a banana. But it only lasts as long as the kind of mana that you've got. So it's like a timed right, okay. kind of thing. But I think that you can use these abilities for progress so, in the game. Uh, um, so there might be so, some sort of like puzzles that you need to be uh-huh. a certain animal and So stuff. you can be a shark and a shark can bite. So then you can, you know, and there's like boars, which I guess have abilities. Um, I am 1000% innocent as you said, you can be a shark. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can that. be a seagull and poop I, on people. I'm going to watch Deep Lucy tonight. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> um, That's just fucking sealed <laughs> this, by the way. I'm so excited. It's been weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been weeks. He's not even joking as well. No, he's not. I'm fucking a thousand percent not joking. Don't worry. Do I cover it next week? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't. I'm enjoying it so far. As I say, like I think this story, I'm not that far into it, so I don't really Mm. know how it's going to play out. Um, Busy. (laughs) um, But yeah, I think the world looks nice, and it's it's quite varied in terms of what's there. There's kind of you know one minute you're in the jungle, or then there's beaches, cliffs, and then there's like a city as well. So. Mm. Um, it looks really interesting. Like it seems like there's lots. It's like yeah. it's quite busy. There's lots to do, and you can like I've just largely decked about so mm. far, and not actually done. You know, I've just popped about as a banana. Because um, it's fair. Fair. I went as a hen and laid an egg. Oh, you actually called me through at this point. I did see that when you were the hen, mm-hmm. you could fart as well, or was that you laying the egg? No, that was me pooping. Right. Ah, I just heard the noise. That was a seagull. The seagull, yeah, sorry. And at the same point, was it a cow or something like that that was manoeuvring about in a bit of a bizarre manner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the... the There's some odd animations. Yeah, it's a wee bit like ragdolly at some parts, but then... It did look like that. Because when I first came in, Jess was playing it, right? And there's like, I don't know, it feels like it... It's like, it sort of doesn't do some video game conventions that you're used to. Like, Jess was over at like a... It's almost like a kind of tiki hut type place. Mm. And in any other game, I was just looking at it going, all right, you can maybe go up the the staircase or whatever there, but that's the only way. But she just started like climbing up it. And I was like, oh, you would... Like, you wouldn't have thought for a second you'd be able to climb up that. But she was doing the animation of grabbing on and pulling herself up and stuff. That seems cool. Yeah. Lots more to explore, but I'm I'm looking forward to kind of getting into it a bit more and... Yeah, seeing what it has to offer. Mm-hmm. So there's that out this week. Um, we also have Have a Nice Death. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I've held off playing it in early access on Steam. It's... I think anyone that looks at a trailer of this game will be like, all right, that looks cool. It gives me Grim Fandango vibes. It's nothing like Grim Fandango in terms of gameplay, but it's like a 2D side-scroller, but it's you play as death. 
Um, the gameplay itself is a quite a lot like um, the game Nathan was just playing. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. It's a lot like Hollow Knight. Um, but re- it's just, I don't know, it just looks really cool. Uh, the sort of synopsis for it at the start is... Um, 2D action roguelike where you play as an overworked death whose employees have run rampant, completely thrown off the balance of souls and his various vacation plans. In order to restore, you'll have to grab your trusty scythe and show your employees who's boss. But like the gameplay looks fun as well. It looks really good. Uh, it's out on the Switch on the 22nd. And then Resident Evil, mm. which needs no introduction. The biggie this month. Yeah, March 24th. Resident Evil 4 remake will be released. And it looks good. The demo was good. so And it was a good game, obviously, when it released for, what, 15, 17 years what ago? What was the special demo? What did that entail? It was just a normal demo. I don't really know. I don't know why they called it special. Nah. Oh, okay. Because I remember... There you, was talk was that, like... Uh, they, they kept saying there was a special demo coming. It was called the Chainsaw Demo. And to be fair... I just played it briefly for like five, ten minutes because I was like, I'm going to play the game when it comes out. I don't mm-hmm. need to play the demo. Yeah. It looked really good and it played really good. Uh, but apparently there was some stuff and where you, you could... don't want to play a full section that you're going to have to play Aye, again. Yeah. And it was the opening section of the game, exactly. so you would literally be playing that. it twice. Yeah. But um, there was people saying that there was a way you could unlock like a chainsaw mode because it was called the chainsaw demo. So then you could go back through it except with a chainsaw. Oh, there was like a horde mode, remember, in it? Aye, like I think that's coming mode. as well, aye. So I think that was maybe the special part of the demo, but I don't know. This is my favourite Resident Evil game, 4. Mine's still 2, but I do really like 4. I love 4. Uh, you get an interest in the remake? It does look fucking really nice, to be fair. I would play it, yeah. Uh, play they, it. In fact, they've added different bits in as well. Mm, I Stealth, would 100% play it. Stealthy like, sections. Holy shit. Um, any achievements? Oh! <laughs> I've got some achievements for you. I'm all about. I know. I'm all about the achievements. I don't know if you've heard, folks, but I never shut up about achievements. There's a full 1000 G. Holy shit! Available at launch. Creaming it. I would. I've not played it since uh, it came out. GameCube or I played it in a GameCube when it first came out. So what? That's 17 years in. So I would 100 play it again. But like playing a new game. Aye. And I still remember, but that's why I think it's my favourite one, though, because I still remember something very vividly. Mm. Like a lot of that game was stuck in my head mm. because it was just so good. There's, well, there's definitely talk there. that they've changed bits of it as well. Like, mm. so it should be, even if you remembered all of it, I think it will be a quite a fresh experience. Mm. Let's talk, like, was it, is that, there's talk that I think Jill maybe appears in it, but mm. nobody's confirmed it and she never in the original, so. I, just, I love the wee bad guy, Balthazar. The wee tiny guy. <laughs> the wee dickery. I just, I just thought it was amazing. He was like this wee tiny, wee fucking Napoleon style guy. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, good game. Looking forward to that. And we also have for you a deal of the week. Deal! Love the week. And they'll like this one. Not that you're going to get it, but it's just the fact that Hades is available <gasps> in physical form for £9.99 on Xbox or PlayStation. That is a game. That is, in fact, a game that I would like to get back to at some point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's from thegamecollection.net if you want to pick it up. It's a good price, £9.99. I think it's free delivery now. It's hard as fuck. That final boss fight was brutal. (laughs) Brutal. Mm -hmm. 
One of those ones where you think it's finished and then it fucking starts again. It's like three fucking. Oh, it's like three. Uh, it goes on like three times and you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking horrible. Yeah. Okay. So I was collating some of the news and I came across a few stories that they're not serious newsworthy items, but I felt I wanted to include them in this week's episode. So this isn't like the main news. But it's funny side news, silly news that I've okay gathered. Okay. Um, so first up, there's a guy called. He's actually called your name, Craig. He's called the Completionist on YouTube. They fucking steal my gimmick. I think so. Hang on, wait till I just double check his handle. Um, or what his actual name is. He'll need a fucking handle to get around when I'm through him. <laughs> um, <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. I know. I'm calling you out, Completionist. <laughs> I thought you were going to say his name was Craig. I'd have been fine with that. No. He can fucking... He can have Craig. No, Gerard the Completionist Cali. Gerard. Get in the bin. <laughs> get that section back. Where's that? Yeah. So, I don't know if... You, Square if you, go, Gerard. If you remember this, but from March 27th, it's not going to... It's no longer going to be possible to purchase games on the Wii U or 3DS eShops. Okay. Devastated. Yeah. Big Nintendo fan over here. Yeah. I'm well trading in my Wii U now. <laughs> um, so this guy, completionist man, um, has purchased every single Wii U and 3DS eShop game ahead of the closure of both of these oh stores. Oh my God. So he, can, oh, so he can be a completionist, obviously. Yeah. $22,971 or £18,715. That's how much he's spent. But he's had to, like do it in bits because I, I think I was going to say right I mean the money is a bastard I mean nobody wants to spend that kind of money but the actual act of going into every page in the store oh and hitting God. purchase yeah but it gets purchase. it gets worse than that though because he, he used eShop credit cards because I think he was worried about if he did all these hundreds of little tiddly yeah. transactions it would like flag up on his account as like fraud and stuff yeah. so he basically he used he should be flagged up as a paedophile for doing it no <laughs> He bought eShop credit cards to add funds to their account, but I think there's like a limit, like a $250 limit or something. So he had to do, he had to get 464 eShop cards and then redeem them all and then buy all the stuff. Oh my God. That's torture, by the way, because <laughs> see, like, I, I've been known to give the Switch a hard time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on the rare occasion that we get a Switch review code through, um, it's like fucking 24 digits. Mm. It's an absolute bastard. Like, you're there for ages putting it in. See, he's had to do that 400 and odd times. I think so, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, somebody needs to check on him. I mean, Is there's he a video. He's shared his experience. So he's all right. He's still there. I believe so. I mean, I don't know what he's going to do with all these games. Like, Hopefully not no. play them, because a lot of them are dreadful. But he has to. He's a completionist. And he's just spent 18 grand. <laughs> I know, he's spent a lot of <laughs> Although, money. Although, to be fair, I think some of it was, like, from sponsorships and, like, donations and stuff. Oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. fucking folk of Patreon, this guy, do I this. Think, I think that might be the case, yeah. Look, <laughs> go fund me. Please, people. He can call himself a completionist all he wants, right? He has done this on the one platform that doesn't do trophies or achievements. Mm. So he can sit there and say he's completed all them. Nobody can prove it. I don't believe you. <laughs> Right, Gerard, if yeah. that's your real name. Yeah. What if he's got video evidence? I.e. his YouTube channel. Okay. <laughs> 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 the disappointment there when it really like clocked it. Oh yeah. 
Nobody's watching Gerard's YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> the authorities are on time. Unsubscribe. Oh, yeah. Um, Elden Ring fans, of those that you are listening. Um, yeah, Bandai Namco shared some kind of rather, like, somewhat morbid, but also pretty funny news. Mm. Um, obviously they're continuing the celebration the fact that it's been out a year and done so well um but they like released like an infographic with like player stats um this would also have been handy to release this on the one year anniversary not a week later yeah also um but yeah players have died nine million times (laughs) wow (laughs) playing the game right Um, wait a minute nine million that's it yeah the game sold like 20 million copies how the f- how have people only died nine million times? Is that right? That's what it says. Yeah, five point nine billion. Oh, bi- billion. Uh, nine billion times. Yeah, maybe right. It's billion. That makes more sense because I was going to say <laughs> no one has completed that game without dying, so it would need to be. I mean, I've died about a thousand times. I'm yeah, not even completed it. Like, you, you said it's so twenty million, but you're saying it's like nine million. Fo- I'm like, so fuck up. Played it and not died? I was getting twatted left and right. I thought this was the hardest game ever. Right, aye. Aye, nine, nine billion. You don't need to look it up. Yeah, okay, billion. yeah. Because I've written also 5.9 billion boss attempts. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that right, okay. Right. So. Jesus, bought a million bo- billion boss attempts. I suppose, though, it is the type of game where you just need to write, I get fucking nailed there, I'll do a bit better next time. And then you just keep doing a little bit better until you overcome it. Yeah. Um, of the nine billion deaths, fourteen percent have fallen to their death. <laughs> I, aye, to be fair, because in that game you can just go anywhere, and you do get to the edge of bits, and you're like, oh, "What's doing there? What's doing there?" And you can all look over, and then oh, you just fuck. slip off, yeah. and it's all over. I've I've fallen a few times, and two percent by another player. So well, I, I play offline, so mm-hmm. hashtag offline only. Yep. And also, while gathering news, um, this is not a source I regularly check, but it, it popped up on my, my feed, Gaming Bible, who infuriate me all the time, because mm. they clickbait you into clicking on something, and then you go, oh, aye, that was an article from six months ago, information. It's never, it's, it's it's so never news that yeah. just happened. But this one bothered me that I felt the need to write it down. So the, the headline, Hogwarts Legacy Player Count Has Dropped Massively. Right. So people have completed the game. Well, it says, despite Hogwarts Legacy overwhelming financial success little over a month from its release, the title's concurrent player count on PC has fallen off significantly. Only two weeks after launch, um, they'd already sold over 12 million copies. Um, and as Game Rant reports, on PC, the popularity has plummeted. Um, and it says that last month there was 800,000... 870. You deal with numbers at work. This is terrifying. That's the problem. Um, 879,000 players last month um, at time writing, and then there's only 29,000 people playing it this month. Do you think if you did more work, you'd be better at it? Shut up. Um, That is a big drop, isn't it? I know, but I'm like, it's a obviously dipshits. Yeah, like, it's a single player game and according to how long to beat, it takes around 41 and a half hours to complete if you're doing the side quests and if your name's not Jessica. Mm. Um, the main story's like 25 hours or something. Yeah. Um, so it's just people so naturally... Un- you know, yeah, game. I mean, unless you're going for a complete, it might take a bit longer, but most people have bought the game, played it, finished it. 
Aye, so obviously him. the drop is not a shock. Yeah. That, like, this isn't news. Why has this been uh, written? That entire story reads like an online game. That the, the entire wording of that looks like it was copied and pasted out of like a Call of Duty article where people play all year round and they're like, oh, it's dropped off massively. Yeah. And you're like, oh, how are they going to get their player base mm. back for ultimate team or for do you know what i mean call of duty or for Warzone or yeah. whatever but aye it's a fucking single player game obviously it's going to drop off yeah. what do you want them to do complete the game again yeah. i hate those clickbait oh, the worst headlines. absolute worst see the ones that get me the new is ones that come up on facebook and i don't know who the, the originators are but it's things like it's always the same type of thing it's always people are losing their minds over not realizing what the 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 other end of a hammer is for or something and then it's like literally like people going it takes the nail out and it's like did, did folk not know that <laughs> people are losing their minds are they are they losing their minds I no lose one. my fucking mind by reading this article actually I reading this shit I did see something about a hammer recently though that was a bit of a hack that I'm like wait a minute I didn't know you could do that I think the guy put like a nail in trouble here into the hammery bit and then, like, hammered the wall, and it stuck right in. Or some, I can't remember, but I would need to find it again. See, that, that's probably the exact type of thing I'm, <laughs> like, talking about, though. Like, because that's just pointless. Why would you want to do it? No, but you it know? genuinely was, a like, a hack that I didn't know of. So he stuck the nail in the, the, the curved bit? I think the bit so. that you take, because that, that's for taking the nail out, but he stuck it in there and, and then hit the hammer. Like that? Yeah, and just basically hammered the nail into the wall. I think that's... But the whole point of the nail is you want to get it somewhere specific. You can, So you <laughs> have to have a really it's good not fucking, a fucking aim. Dartboard. No, maybe that's not what he did. I can't remember, but it was... Def- I was impressed. Right. Was this TikTok? Maybe. Hmm. Fuck it. It's stuff like that, though, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, folk, I, like, uh, like, folk are now just discovering what the like certain button on a remote does or something, and it's a button that everybody knows what it does. It's stuff like that, you know, know what I mean? People are just discovering that you can change the colour settings with the menu button. People are losing their minds, (laughs) aren't they? I don't think they are. The populations. We've had teletext for 40 years, mate. Oh, fucking (laughs) unbelievable. It's so so frustrating. Yeah, Yeah, so that's just some of the nonsense I found this week. Yeah, clickbait is out of control at this point, isn't it? So bad. So bad. The thing that's really getting me, I think we spoke, I can't remember if I spoke about this recently. It's annoying when it gets you. That's mm-hmm. what that's what annoys me. Mm-hmm. That it gets and you're like, you sometimes. I've just spent two minutes reading I know. that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's always pish. Do you know what I've started doing, right? And this, it means absolutely nothing to anybody, but it's it's a personal stance, right? So, I don't know if you know, you maybe won't know this, Jess, you might, Bandy, I know you don't do a lot of, like, of YouTube stuff and things like that, but there's all these things like, oh, how to best present your videos on YouTube and stuff like oh, that, right? Yeah. Now, I've never really watched one of them full through, but I know that the sort of bullet points of what you're supposed to do. You need uh, a you need a catchy headline. You need like proper SEO, thumbnail, proper thumbnail. Yeah. And but one of the things is they always say is with the thumbnail is so one of the most important things. That's yeah. what will get you the views. And so they always recommend. That in the thumbnail, you've got something like, if I'm doing about games, you've got something to do with the game, mm-hmm. and then you've got a picture of yourself, like, cut out on it with yeah. some stupid reaction, like, oh my god, I can't believe uh, there's a jump button in Mario. And, 
Do you know I mean? And the the thumbnail is the guy like pulling his hair out or being like, <gasps> and, and if it's a girl, she's got the low cut top and she's like, oh my god, I've dropped the spoon. And like, I've got to the point where, see now, if I'm say, if I say it's like a game or something like that, and a bunch of videos come up, I will purposely scroll down until there's a thumbnail that does not have the person that made the video in it. Oh really? Because I'm just like I'm fucking sick of this. Like, there's so many people in the whole channel. It's just like them with different stupid constipated looks on their face and i'm like you every one of you are doing this because you think that's what you're meant to do mm. you're not getting my view piss off there are, there's psychology behind it though and that you i'm sure it works like there's people there's people say yeah. like oh like if, you, if i do this it gets me more views and i'm like well good for you but it's not getting my view right and like, like i'm sick should, of it i'm absolutely up, sick of it you should cut up the videos so that like there's no like because when we're talking there's a natural cadence in pauses but when you're watching a video on YouTube, you want it to be do 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 Like you should cut it so that you cut out all your pauses and things like that. So that literally it's just like information, information, information. Because people are literally like, if you don't grab their attention in two seconds, yeah. exactly. bang, they'll just click onto the yeah. next fucking yeah. thing. But I'm just, I'm getting to the point now where I'm sick of everything seeming set up, everything seeming... Contrived. Aye. Aye. And like, see when I see now a YouTube thumbnail and it's got a person with a stupid reaction in their face, I'm like, I don't want to see your video because I know that the only reason you've made this thumbnail and made that stupid face is because you think it might get you an extra fucking 15% views. Well, you're not getting Craig's care. view. Do you know what I mean? I just like... I, like, And equally, that is why we are not profiting from our podcast. <laughs> so I don't care, but honestly, I, I genuinely, I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, it goes back to like, like next, next month. All, all the fucking thumbnails and things. <laughs> all the fucking... <laughs> I'm going to eat your words in a month when I you're can... like, how much can I make on YouTube? <laughs> all right, I'll fucking, I'll change everything. One of them Craig's face. Right? <laughs> I can assure you, it will never, ever happen. <laughs> It will never happen. I just, I don't know. I just, it, like, it goes back to sort of what that guy that wrote in at the beginning of the episode that you read out said. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, I we're not making money out of this, but like, I think there's certain people that come and listen to this podcast because it's quite clearly not a massive production. It's quite clearly not like contrived. Like, we are three friends and we're sitting here chatting utter shite about games, mm-hmm. and that comes across. Mm-hmm. And I think while well, a lot of podcasts and a lot of videos and stuff like that, it's clearly not. And they're clearly holding their tongue over stuff. And they're clearly being careful what they say. And it's all sanitised because they think it will get them an extra view. Mm-hmm. And you're like, if that's what all it takes... sponsors did here to... But do you know what I mean? If that's what it takes, piss off. If that's what it takes, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like, go somewhere else. We're here to provide entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't mind making some money to be fair. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> see one day, Andy. No, see one day, there'll be, there'll, there'll be a couple of sponsors that are like, appreciate that candor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about some of the games we have played this week. I have already divulged. Chia. Divulged. Divulged. What did I say? Don't know. He did say divulged. He's yeah. just been a numpty. I think the record will show. It's recorded. I played a little bit more Hogwarts, I believe, in the last week, um, and I also tried Valheim. Oh, what's Valheim. That like? What's that like? 
Um, I got stuck. <laughs> so how far in? But not far. In. In I mean, what, you basically. I don't know so, what to do, but that's part right. of the that is part of it. To be mm. fair, you have to go explore. You have to go and find resources, materials to build your first like little shelter, yeah. and there are like there are some. Like you have to build a bed and stuff like that so that you can then and then upgrade stuff and yeah so i I like that idea of it the it looks weird like mm-hmm. my character is it i mean it's person it, uh-huh but it's uh-huh. like in viking sort of times okay. and i don't know my character was a bit weird looking despite me faffing around trying to change your attributes but do you get to make up your character yeah right, right. well to an extent though right. it's not it's not, not the, massively nah, it's not the Sims level of um That's the benchmark. <laughs> <laughs> not quite the editing tools that Sims 4 provides. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I would like to play more of it. I'm going to stick with Chia for now. I don't want to be playing right. both, but um so I might attempt it afterwards again. But I'd need I feel like I need to invest in it and it. also read up a little bit mm-hmm. to figure yeah. out what I actually need to do to not die. I read that it's on for a limited time. Did you find out how long for? I'm not sure. I I did put it in the Discord, but I didn't get a mm. total accurate response. I don't think it's it's in-game preview just now. So it could yeah. just be that it's that for six months until it fully releases. Because ah, um, okay. I think it is still like early access on PC. Right. Um, so they're basically just outlining if you have issues, fuck off. <sighs> but it, I, a lot of folk are loving it on PC. It's meant to be good. Like yeah, if you, it's one of those things I think if you if it clicks and you get into it, you yeah, will lose a lot of That's the thing. I feel like time. I need to invest yeah. in it. And once I'm once I've built up some resources, then I think you could yeah go far with it. Mm-hmm. But that's where I'm at. And you played some Midnight Fight Express. Mm, well, I played for an hour or two. Um, what do you think? I thought it was quite good. Yeah. I just couldn't see. I couldn't see myself playing the full thing. I only really played it because fucking Atomic Heart had another update and I had to play something else <laughs> so I had uh, you there. said I think you, every time you start this thing it's got an update every time I've went to play Atomic Heart because I'll maybe go about four or five days without playing it mm-hmm. and every time I went to turn it on it's like it needs a fucking 10 or 16 gig update so every time I've went right fuck's sake what's in my game mm-hmm. library and I've went and played Wii games that I've downloaded, so that was one of them. Mm-hmm. And I did think it was quite good. Aye. But I just couldn't see myself getting engrossed in it and playing it, because I wanted to play fucking Atomic Heart to be honest with you. Aye. But it just won't let you. It wouldn't let me. Fucking update. This is what I hate about this generation. Just updates, updates, updates. I know. Uh, it's constant. And it annoys me as well. Like The PlayStation and the Xbox are quite bad for it, where... They have settings where it's like, would you like us to keep your games up to date? And you're like, yes, yeah. yes, I would. And then it just fuck it goes, well, I, I don't care. Because every time you go to start it, it's like, ha And then it should do that when you're on standby, shouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, Aye. like your phone, like my phone apps auto-update. Like, so well, there's, there's genuinely a setting for yeah. them to update automatically. Aye, and have I have, have it on. on. Like, fully on. It should, like when you turn it off and it's still plugged in and on standby... It should still download them, right? That's what that was my taking from that. That's setting. what it's supposed to do. And e- even still, when you physically turn the Xbox on, 
it doesn't start doing the update then. It only starts it when, when you try to game. play it. Yeah, that's that's the issue I'm getting. Because mm. every time I go to like, play the game, it's like, bang, you need an update. And it's, it's only I'm, then that it starts. I'm pretty sure I've got it where I thought I did, where it should automatically just do everything. Because I want it so that I can turn it on I don't have to wait and shit like that. Aye. That's the whole point of it, isn't it? See, the thing as well, like, I don't know why Xbox doesn't do this, or unless it's a setting that you just have to turn on that I don't know about. It's possible. But, like, see on PlayStation, see if I load up, if I try to start a game, it'll come up and say, there is an update required, and yeah. it'll start downloading it. Yeah. And it'll say, there'll be two options, go back to the main menu, or continue without updating. Yeah. And so you can continue without updating, keep playing the game, it will tell you when the update's downloaded, and at that point you can save, close the game, reopen it, it'll apply the update. But I think it's this PlayStation that does that. Aye, on Xbox, Xbox it just comes up saying... Oh, you can't play it? Aye, you cannot play this game yeah. until this is downloaded. Yes. Aye. Yeah, I remember that in PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. And like I say, I don't know if it's a setting or something, but I don't think it is. No, I, I think it's just their way of doing stuff. Yeah. You can play it the, way, the state that it is... And then once it's downloaded, you can have it where all the glitches fixed or whatever they've done. But Xbox is like, nope, you need to have this new mm. new one. That's it. I'm hoping that one of these updates has fixed the trophies and achievements. Because I do want to get back to Atomic oh, me Heart. me too, because I don't know if I've said before. <laughs> You're mad on it. But I am mad for this shit. Mad. Because after release... This needs to be sorted. It does. After release, I stopped because there was... I noticed one of the uh, power picks, the trophy guide makers, they had been like, we've, we've given up with this game because the trophy guide's just an absolute nightmare. Stuff's not tracking properly. Mm-hmm. And I had noticed on PSN profiles, there was multiple people, like it tracks like collectibles. And there was multiple people where it actually said, like have 90 of 90 of a certain collectible. They don't have the trophy. And like mm-hmm. 0% of people had it. And I'm like, fuck that. Because you don't know if that'll then retrospectively pop or if you have to do it again the whole thing again so I was like I'll I'll hang fire but it's ah, it's a good good game so I will get back to it Um, and you played a bit of F1 is this a new one or have you played that one before I I had the old one downloaded there's a new one that's just come out which will play the exact same (laughs) (laughs) there's a certain point there's nothing different about these fucking there's not what else can you do really well, there's a story mode now in them which would be different but seriously what else can you do with the game yeah nothing yeah and they look as nice as they need to look they play as good as they need to play you're literally just buying this game for a story mode that's it an updated roster yeah, yeah. like FIFA yeah there's no need but I, I do enjoy a Formula 1 game because I used to be into Formula 1 not as much anymore but it still holds a wee Nostalgia home it must be a bastard if you work on that team and they're like, right, next iteration, what can we do new? And everybody's just around the table going, right. should we just break for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't fucking don't know. There's nothing you can Bet, do. Better tires. <laughs> I mean, the tracks are all the tracks are all there. Aye. The they must be absolutely buzzing when somebody opens a new fucking race or, or race somebody, track or something. Somebody new comes in and goes. Oh, what about this track? Can we maybe make this track a wee bit different? No realising that it's real life tracks. Yeah, that you a replica touch. of right. And then he comes in and goes, what, what if we put a ramp there? No, Jacob. No, <laughs> no, that's not the way we work here. No. This is realistic. F1 2023, you'll have Rainbow Road. 
Then <laughs> <laughs> we fucking cloud comes and picks you back, picks up Lewis <laughs> Hamilton, and puts him back. Uh, right, I've been playing quite a few different things. Uh, one of which is WWE 2K23, mm. which production-wise is off the charts. To be honest, like the graphics are really good for the first time that I can remember. I mean, I'm sure there is a few dodgy character models, but everyone that I have tried so far looks really good. Like it used to be, I can remember a couple of years ago where I did a match with like two sort of mid-card guys. I can't remember who they were. One of them looked great and the other one had clearly been made in the fucking create-a-wrestler section. Like, it just didn't look a fucking thing like them. But this year, they all seem pretty good. Like, it's the showcase mode's John Cena. But you're not actually playing as John Cena. You're playing again. You're playing as all the people that have beat him in high-profile matches and you're having to do it again. So, like, the first Mm. match is you as Rob Van Dam at one night only. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, one night stand, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's cool. Like, it's cool going through the motions and it does that seamless bit where it shows you some of the actual match and then it morphs back into the actual gameplay and you have to do, like, carry out the, the match as it happened. Right. Um, already, I mean, the game's been out less than a week and already there's so many community creations. You can download every wrestler ever made ever made, ever born, do you know what I mean? Um, Aye. The one thing, and one of the boys is reviewing us for this, and I know it's his issue with the game as well, and I know this doesn't bother other people, but it fucking kills me, the arenas. They do, like, see, like, Raw or SmackDown looks fucking beautiful, looks absolutely great, but then they've got this thing where they can't help themselves putting, like, old arenas in. So they've got, this is the second year in a row, they've had SummerSlam 88. Now, right. why the fuck they have decided that they've got a hard-on for SummerSlam 88, I don't know. But I've got a fucking hard-on for SummerSlam 88, right? And I know that SummerSlam 88 was held at Madison Square Garden, right? And I know what the entrance looks like. And it yeah, looks small. nothing like yeah. this. And so if you're going to call the arena SummerSlam 88... Replicate it. Try and replicate it. But the problem is, and has always been with these games, that they've got a certain sort of shell that they use for the arenas, and that's it. And everything has to fit around that. Mm -hmm. So like a couple of years ago, they put WrestleMania 9 in... And in WrestleMania 9, it was outdoor. Now, they did make it outdoor, but... The Caesars Palace in the car park. Aye, the car park. But the entranceway came at an angle from the sort of southeast of where the camera is. Yeah, yeah. But no, they can't. They aren't able to do that. Mm. The, the entrance always has to come from the Same left bit. of the ring. Yeah. And so it just... And it's just straight. Aye, none of it looks right. Yeah. And it's just so frustrating. Like, and why it, not it do it? it? Sky? It, when they did WrestleMania, it, did, it was outdoor, to be fair. Oh. So you did get a bit of the, the feel of the it, but... Aye, it's just so bizarre. And like, even like, so they actually did quite a good job with the one night only, sorry, the one night stand match with Cena and Rob Van Dam because it was held in the ECW arena. And it does have that sort of mustardy, like balconies and stuff like that and looks mm. quite cool. But then you're, you're literally transforming between real footage and the game with the, 
the entranceway in full view and you can see it's at a completely different bit and ah, you're like it's just ah, it's, it's such a small thing but it, it is annoying and it's been something that's been such a small thing that you spent five minutes of the <sighs> it's been going on honestly it's been going on <laughs> for so long I just but I don't understand why they put themselves in this situation because you're like why call it SummerSlam 88 why not why, just be why? like oh this is the old school SummerSlam why arena why bother with 88 Aye. what's the fucking point why not just call it an old school SummerSlam arena or something. It's just so bizarre. Yeah, but um but yeah. And what was eighty eight like? What was it? Was it not just the the wee curtain like they usually? Aye, play? it was, aye. So at SummerSlam with the gold writing. Mm-hmm. And it was just the wee curtain, curtain, aye. Aye. That's aye, that's what I thought. But it's they have it like it's nothing big. No, but when you they they have to have it like the ramp this it's not a ramp, but the entranceway is longer and then there's the whole big open bit, whereas mm-hmm. there wasn't because it's Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Um but they can't do it any other way. Um Bizarrely, we're talking about wrestling, and this is. I know we've got a few listeners that do like wrestling and might understand the type of shit that I have to put up with here, right? I've got a friend, Lee, who loves old school wrestling. We talk about it quite a lot. And sometimes he's such an oddball, right? That sometimes he just sends me random messages. Mm-hmm. 12 minutes ago, out of nowhere, is it true you preferred Earthquake in his brown attire? That's the word around the campfire. <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of shit. This is the type of stuff that I've got to put Brown up with. Brown attire? Aye, he briefly, briefly in 1989 wore a brown singlet instead of the blue. White. Was it white? Brown? White? It was just all brown. It looked like he chat himself and smeared really? it in. Aye, it was awful. It was awful. Nobody, oh. nobody prefers that. Okay. And it's no. certainly not the word round the campfire. I but, prefer him with the sky blue, mm, with the red yeah. and yellow. Aye. Kind of like... Uh, Everyone does. But that's the yeah. type, this is the type of abuse that I have to put up with on WhatsApp. Mm. For no reason. Unsolicited. Car- so the cartoon I sent you? Did you... I, I drew Earthquake. Yes. Remember? Did you put them on the Discord? I did. Aye. So yeah, I used to draw... Wrestlers South are South Park, Park characters. South Park characters, but there's a couple of ones, but they're mostly wrestling mm-hmm. figures. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So cool that you so still got them. I can't believe I fucking found that shit. <laughs> and yeah. I remember them. They used to be all over your wall and your door. Yeah. Because uh, I remember, because uh, we found that in the internet, though, if you remember. Yes. But we found those characters on the internet, and it was like South Park characters, but they were done like digital, digitally. Digitally. There was two or three different people that made them and they always had their signature down in the bottom right. Yeah. And I remember, because I remember, I asked you to print me some. Mm. But in my head, I was like, oh, I'd love to have like a border of them all the way around my room. Aye. And then, but I didn't, I didn't know the concept of ink in a printer back then. <laughs> and then you're like that to me, I, I can't really print all of them for you. And like, I didn't understand why. <laughs> but now I know because fucking ink's expensive. Aye, or it was back then. <laughs> So that's when I just thought, look, I'll just fucking draw them. And I drew them myself. I had loads of them as well. They're cool. And we, I don't know if you put up as well, but we made up the our own magazines and shit. Yeah, I put it up. Fucking couple we, of we geeks. Called, we get called Marks. Couple of geeks. <laughs> it's good stuff, but it. Yeah. So that's uh, WWE 2K23. We'll have a review of that in the coming days. Um, I've also been playing. It's a game that's not actually out until the 30th of March, but the embargo lifts right as this podcast launches. And it's a game called Dredge, a new indie game 
It's developed by Black Salt Games, published by Team 17. It's really, really good. It's billed as a fishing RPG. And so you are the boat in classic Skull and Bones fashion. But really nice art style, kind of hand-drawn almost, it looks like. And you basically go out each day and fish and dredge, which I have found out is pulling up like planks and basically debris that you can then use to upgrade your ship. Any fish you catch, you take back to the fishermen, you sell. There's loads of different ports you can go to. And it's a really cool game where you've got to manage your time. So when you, whenever you are sailing out, time moves pretty fast. If you ever stop still in the ocean, time stops. So you can do that to sort of get your bearings and you won't be... Uh, punished for looking at the map or whatever. Um, the fishing mini game is, it's like a sort of cylinder and it spins around and you have to press the button at the right time in a lot of areas. Um, and then when you're dredging, you, it's almost like a cylinder lock and you have to like move up and down to avoid the obstacles. And if you do that, you then get the stuff. Um, so far, really, really cool. Um, I'm hoping to finish it this week so we can get the review up. Uh, like I said, Embargo will have lifted, but the game doesn't come out to the 30th. It looks like a real indie gem from what I've played so far. I really like it. It's, there's a lot of sinisterness about it as well. Like You have to make sure that you make port at night, and if you stay out too late, you've got this wee shitty light, and you can't really see that far in front of you, and all of a sudden eyes start appearing all over the place. There's monsters, um, and obviously if you bash into and you have to then fix your boat which costs money have um, you ever been fishing in real life i've not n- i just wondered no no i haven't but it doesn't really uh do it for me no i don't like fish so there would be no advantage to me catching them nah, yeah you don't but then you just you do not just fling them back in the water anyway well a lot of people can. keep them and eat them hmm. um <laughs> All I can think of is Neil from the Inbetweeners <laughs> punching that fish to death. <laughs> um, but no, I have, I did used to be on boats fairly frequently. Like, you remember when I was young and my mum had that boyfriend at the boat? No. no. And we no. used, to, so sometimes when we used to go to Aaron, we would take his boat over and it was this relatively small fucking boat that seemed like it wasn't going to make it, but usually did. <laughs> Although there was one time I wasn't there and it didn't make it. My mum was on it and they had to get like, you know, pulled to shore by like the Coast Guard or something. (laughs) No, there was like eight of them in this boat and they were stuck between fucking Ayr and Aaron and they had to get like pulled into the the, the port. Um, But yeah, uh, I'll try and maybe get a video dredge up. It's really good. Really, really good. It's, I think it's going to be an indie hit. Um, Interestingly, have you ever played Diablo? No. I know of it, obviously. Aye. I was the same. Had never played it. Everyone was sort of starting to get a wee bit of a chubby on for it this weekend. Weekend just passed because the uh, beta for Diablo 4 was up. It was a closed beta. You had to have pre-ordered the game, apparently, uh, to get access. So... One of the Discord members, Jim, he had an extra code, very kindly passed it over to me, and I thought, I'll try it out. I'm a man of the people. I will, as a Diablo noob, I will try it out, and I'll report back in the podcast. It's really good. 
I did not expect to like it at all. I expect to come on here and go, virgin game, not interested, <laughs> bunch of losers. I'm in day one now. I think it's really, really good. It's such high production values. Like the opening 10 minutes is like live action. And I was like, I don't have a clue what's going on here, but it's really cool. And then the game starts. It's like an isometric view, but there's a lot of detail in the world. And it is just, I mean, I started as like a warrior build or something like that, but it is just really you going about smashing stuff attacking enemies in a sort of isometric 3D view, but there's right. something so moorish about it. Like, you're constantly, like, getting better gear, you're constantly upgrading, you're constantly... I don't know, it just... It seems to always be drip-feeding you something else. And I was I was so impressed with it. Like, I mean, not an anti-Xbox thing, but from the beginning we've sort of been against this Activision Blizzard deal just because we don't want gaming to consolidate. But I was sitting playing this game going, I really hope that this deal's done by June so that this isn't Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking fabulous, that. Yeah, there, uh, I know you, you said you played the Early Access beta, but there is an open beta coming 24th to 26th of March as well. Yeah, so for I, anyone who is like Craig, thinks it's shite, and has maybe now been influenced by Craig's turn... And well, that was my thinking. That, that when when Jim offered the code, I thought if I try it now, then maybe there'll be people like me that might try it this weekend because everyone can download and play mm-hmm. it this weekend. Yeah, so. uh, I played maybe about an hour. You can you could play up to like level twenty or something like that. So you could have technically played for a while, and it, I'm not sure if it was going to carry over. I think it was, mm. but I wasn't sure about that. And I thought I played up to the point where I was like, I'm in, mm. and then I, I sat ah. down. Um, but yeah, no, I'd recommend. I think you'd like it. Uh, it's actually really cool and another game that you've been playing that you also were against many moons ago is Octopath Traveler oh we Virgin too. Octopath yep. 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 <laughs> yep so this is uh, a turn based game it's against my religion but it's brilliant it's really really good I mean the turn based combat is the worst part of it obviously <laughs> but I'm, I'm willing to put up with that for everything else mm. I'm not hating the turn-based combat, but I'm not a massive fan of it. But everything else about the game is absolutely brilliant. The graphics are amazing. Like, I'm not into pixel art, really, in 2D, like, and it's 2D HD, but, like, I'm not really into that sort of style. It looks gorgeous. It really does. And I wasn't expecting, like, such a dark story. So the reason I didn't know this... Kind of obvious when you know, but the reason it's called Octopath is because there's eight separate stories. So there's eight characters, and they've all got a separate story that's got like five, six chapters each. Makes sense. Yeah, I know what you, mean. you start as one character, and then you go around the world and you collect the rest of them to join your uh-huh. party, and you hear their story as well. Right. All the stories, apart from that we idiot that you played well this is the thing you that's what you said you said she's the worst one and that because like, i played the demo and the character i chose evidently in craig's eyes is horrendous aye so there's eight <laughs> characters and most of them have really pretty serious toned like deep dark stories They're really cool apart from this fucking what is she a dancer yeah oh my god she can get in the bin or like, our story was a nonsense. And it wasn't just that. Every time you had to do it, like, they've all got different fighting styles. She was useless. She couldn't do anything. See, maybe that's why I found it so hard. You like, said you died three times. I was like, if you only died three times, you were doing well. Because she was an absolute 
women down. <laughs> horrendous, man. But horrendous. She's got dance moves as attack. Oh, she looked good when she was attacking, but my God. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, so she's been sacked off. But one thing I just want to say, because I've spoken about this game before, it's brilliant. Play it. Absolutely play this game. But we talk about... Andy likes to poke fun at trophies, right? What? But, <laughs> but some what are you talking about completion of Andy over here. I am the go-to guy. I've set up my, my rival website, right? <laughs> Andy's trophies, Andy's trophies. Uh, but Andy's one achievements that's got a better ring. Mm, that's true. because <laughs> I've only got an Xbox. Andy's achievements. The A. <laughs> exactly. Double A. <laughs> Arn Anderson the second over here. Um. But one thing I thought was interesting, so like trophies are quite good for revealing like player retention and stuff, like how much like people have played of stuff, things like that. And so I now have went around and gathered all eight travellers, right? Mm-hmm. But it takes time to do that because each time you're having to level up the guys you've just got to I'm trying to get them up to like level sixteen, that's what Donnie suggested. And so I now have all eight travellers, but that took me twenty five hours. To gather all eight, that's mm. quite a time sink, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I was looking at, there's a trophy once you collect all eight travellers mm. for collecting them all. 61% of people have that trophy. And I was like, that's pretty good. Mm. Like, there was a recent thing about that Wolong Fallen Dynasty game. Oh, I'm downloading that, I know. Aye, and apparently the first boss is brick hard, right? Brick hard. And there was, like, some sort of, like, thing where like only like 14% of Xbox players had got the achievement for beating that first boss which shows that a lot of people were like and it's basically the tutorial boss but it's hard as fuck apparently and so a lot of folk were like had bounced before then Mm -hmm. but you were like right well the game's on Game Pass so a lot of people be downloading it trying it out and then binning it but on PlayStation you had to buy the game so you'd think there'd be more investment because you're like well fucking that whole thing I've spent £60 this I'm going to just fucking suck up the tears and pretend I like it Mm -hmm. Uh, what was the rate with that? Apparently, it was at the time it was like three percent of people wow. had beat the first boss. So, like, oh, it just show, it shows you like how you can get anecdotal evidence of people uh, like bouncing from games or if they're sticking with it. And so, like, when I saw that in Octopath, I was like, I'd, "There's rumors coming out that it's maybe not sold as well as they expected." But I'm like, anyone that has bought this game likes it because you got to imagine that a lot of those. Thirty nine percent that don't have that yet. It's just because they haven't got twenty five hours in yet. Mm, but yeah. it shows that a lot of people that people that are buying it are really liking it, mm. and uh, ah, it's a great game. So fucking play it. What else? Um, Dark Pictures uh, Switchback. I played a bit more of that. I put up a video of me shiting myself. Um, the fucking doorbell went halfway through, and I absolutely shit myself. I'm playing this game, headset on, whole lot, just trying to record one level, fucking doorbell goes, hello fresh. <laughs> I literally got jump scared by an ad at the door. <laughs> Shat myself. But people enjoyed it, um, so that's good. They've put out a statement. I thought, they'd, see I said last week the graphics weren't very good. Some people had agreed with me and I got a couple of messages from people being like, I think the graphics look amazing. Apparently there's an issue with the game where a lot of people are having it bloody, but not everyone. Mm. So they've said they're going to fix it. But that must be what's happening to me because I, I I think it looks like a VR1 game, mm. PSVR1 game rather than mm. 
this. Uh, and lastly, last thing, um, I did say I would play a retro game each week, and so for some unknown reason, this week I played Blade 2. Blade? Blade 2. That's a game? They made a game or based on the film Blade 2. Alright. Uh, uh, fucking Jesus Christ, man, honest to God. Uh, if you can get a hold of this, try it, because it needs to be seen to be believed. It's made by... What was the name of the studio? I don't think I wrote it down. No, I didn't write it down. It Basically, this torpedoed the whole studio. Mm. They had five other games in development, but they had to close down after this. Because this game was so bad. Well, it's got a 49 in Metacritic, which is obviously bad, but mm. it's not catastrophically bad. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, it's catastrophically bad. It's... It's so weird, right? Because it came out in PlayStation 2, so they had the dual mm-hmm. analog sticks, but it's got tank controls. A blade game, right? Where you would be heavy on action. Uh-huh. Picture the scene, right? So you've got tank controls with a left stick, right? So you have to basically stop and fucking turn around and then move forward, or you have to reverse as blade. You know what I mean? Known for being a nimble character, he's fucking reversing. Beep, 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 (laughs) with his fucking all this shit coming at you. The right analog stick, you would think, oh, that's the camera. No. Up on the right analog stick, punches. Right on the analog stick, does a kick. But only a kick in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. Back does some sort of back fist thing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? You press right on the left on the D pad to get your gun out. The gun shoots automatically. Like it's obviously. Do you think they just picked like they went here's a here's the punch, and then they went let's just pick fucking buttons out a jar, yeah. and then <laughs> see where it ends up. Could you? Ch- I can't remember. Could you change your controls back then? I tried. You couldn't change them in this. Yeah. So there's no button for the camera. The camera just is what the camera is. And oftentimes it's in the wrong position. So, like, it's really interesting. But obviously now we have sort of relatively standardised controls. Like, you pick up a third-person game and you're like, that right analogue stick is moving that camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, whatever way I press with this left analogue stick, I'm going to move that way. But obviously when this game came out, they hadn't, like, gaming obviously hadn't adapted fully to two sticks uh, and what you should do with them yet yeah. and it's so interesting playing it and going fuck me man they did not have a clue mm. wow um, so would recommending not, that then no wouldn't recommend Torpedo the mm. Studio they were making a Punisher game which I'm like oh that could have been cool and then I'm thinking but you know you'd be reversing <laughs> it would be the same game except you'd be the Punisher reversing the shotgun <laughs> so yeah don't play that and that's uh, the last thing I've been playing next week I'm going to try out Symphony of the Night uh, I heard someone talking about it uh, I've never played it so I'll play half an hour of it and report back okay thank you I'll look forward to it no you won't we have lots of news to get through news news always believe in the Bringing you the news with your digging team. Always believing. First up, well, Forza Motorsport hasn't officially been delayed out of the first half of 2023. It certainly seems like it's going to struggle to launch before June. With this in mind, busybody Jeff Grubb has taken to the interweb and 
declared that the game is now targeting an October release. Maybe. It's so hard to tell if that's true. It feels like he's just went and went and that makes sense. I mean, if it does, like we were talking last week and we sort of thought maybe Forza July, August, like before Starfield, which would maybe have left room for Hellblade. But if Forza comes after Starfield, if it exists, um, then Hellblade's definitely going to be next year, I think. Not, I wouldn't be confident about mm. anymore. I, th- I think we've sort of, in terms of any sort of sizable AAA games, I think we know what's coming for the Xbox now. I think the rest will be, like, avowed, and I think Hellblade's going to be 2024 now. Yeah. If Grub's right, which, roll a dice. Yeah. Um, AJ wrote in with the following in response to the news, said, I know this sounds like a total fanboy overreaction, but Starfield being delayed again and Forza potentially skip it, slipping to October was the last straw for me. I have traded in my Xbox and put the cash towards a PS5. I've stuck with the Xbox since the beginning of 360 Gem, but I just don't trust them anymore. Now I just need to get used to this controller. Why your sticks like that? It's a weird time to bail on Xbox, because I think mm. they're going to have a really good couple of years. Like, I mean, if you stuck with Xbox through that Xbox One generation, that was like the Sahara Desert. <laughs> Like they they they've got loads of shit coming, <laughs> like loads. There's there's so much stuff coming this year. I don't know. Fair enough if that's what you want to do. Like fair play, but I don't know. Now would I, I don't think now is the time to jump. Mm. Like PlayStation don't have a lot announced. They've got Spider Man coming out and yeah, actually just Wolverine, as, but they don't have much announced. As we were recording, um, the guy who voices Venom has like put a tweet out, basically sort of saying that it's going to be September release for Spider-Man. Mm. Um, Tony Todd. What's his name? He must get picked on, eh? Well. Tony Todd. Tony Todd is the candy man. <laughs> and he says, he's saying it's coming out in September. Yeah, he says like marketing's going to hit August and it's going to be released September. I'm sure Sony's fucking delighted at this random... <laughs> Blowing up their spot nice. and be like, I've got the release date, lads. <laughs> Fuck's sake. That's interesting. And if, I wonder if they go head to head with Starfield. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought October, November for Spider Man. Oh well. Yeah, we shall see. Uh, okay, next up, according to Neil Druckmann, during his spoiler cast for the season finale of The Last of His HBO show with Kind of Funny, a third party studio nearly made a prequel to the hit game and TV show. It would have apparently explored what we saw at the beginning of episode 9, covering Ellie's birth and the reason for her immunity. According to Sacred Symbols' own Colin Moriarty, the studio was likely Fulbright, the team behind Gone Home, Tacoma and the upcoming Open Roads. This game didn't end up coming to fruition and was dropped. Hmm. I mean, see if this hadn't came from Neil Druckmann... I would literally just be like, ah, that's complete and utter shite. Yeah, but the fact he's saying it. Like, I just can't imagine Naughty Dog being like, giving The Last of Us to someone else mm. to make. Like, no. it seems, but it's Druckmann saying it, like, aye, this nearly happened, so it yeah. obviously did. Like, have you played Gone Home? Gone Home? It's like I a... So, the first person. Aye, yeah, and it's, yeah. you're exploring a house, you've yeah. come back. Yeah, it's like, yes, I have played Aye. that. Yep. So there's that, 
this Fulbright team made that. You should actually play that game, Jess. You'd like it. It's really good. Um, but it's like a walking simulator. Mm. And Tacoma has a little bit of like puzzle solving, but it's essentially a walking simulator first person as well. And so if they had made this game, it would not have been like a normal Last of Us game. It would have almost certainly to me been like a first person exploration game. Yeah. So it's interesting that like they had at some point thought, oh, we'd maybe do a spin-off story in a totally different type of game. Mm. But then it never ended up happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen it as well, but Bella Ramsey, um, somebody asked her when like the next season would be and she said, I think we'll probably shoot at the end of this year slash beginning of next. So probably be end of 24, early 25. Yeah. I think you can go back and that's exactly what I said last week. I'm taking the W. I'm taking W's <laughs> all over here. Mm-hmm. If you can add some sort of W klaxon here, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. A W klaxon. Mm-hmm. Good luck Googling that. <laughs> that could actually wield some pretty horrific results. Maybe don't do that. Yeah, no. Um... Yeah, you mentioned walking simulators and next up in the news, the upcoming Layers of Fear game showed off 11 minutes of footage recently. The Unreal Engine 5 reimagining is pulling from all previous entries in the series and wrapping up the story with an additional chapter named The Writer. This will allow players to experience the whole narrative in one package with an additional bit of story. I thought I had played Layers of Fear And I thought it was a third-person horror action game. But it turns out it was not. It was a first-person sort of story horror game. And so I've obviously mixed this game up with something else. And I don't know how I've done that. But I think it's, it's a cool idea that, I mean, like, they've basically, I think there's been two Layers of Fear games, so they've taken both of them and they're rewriting the story into one new game and then putting an extra bit of story on. So that sounds quite cool if you're a fan of the series, but, and the Unreal, the, and the demo they put out was like really nice looking in Unreal Engine 5, but, see if it's any good. You're not going to like this bit of news, Craig. So, following in the footsteps of IO Interactive, Dying Light developer Techland have taken a shot in Craig's kettle by announcing that their next project will be an open-world fantasy game. The studio had the following to say on Twitter, We'll never stop improving. Our newest game is set to be a narrative-driven fantasy epic with an exotic open world ready to be explored. We strive to create a compelling story-focused AAA title that combines and refines the best aspects of gameplay that Techland is known for. Yeah. <laughs> fantasy. Yeah. his voice. <laughs> Fucking fantasy, brilliant. My favourite. That's great. Aye. Everybody's making fantasy games. I love fantasy. But you've you've got an open mind these days, Craig. You've played two games recently that you thought you would hate and actually you've enjoyed. So. That's true. I could be bored deep, but then mm-hmm. it doesn't sting as much as the IO one because mm-hmm. the IO were the only people making really good stealth games, whereas there's other people that make dying light style games. Mm-hmm. Could be interesting, maybe. See it in about seven years or something. Yeah, that's true. Um, we don't know when we're getting Suicide Squad Kill Justice League, though. It had been internally delayed out of its um, 
May 26 date, um, according to recent rumours. But Jason Schreier, the original reporter, has followed up to say that the reason this hasn't been made public yet is because Rock said he wants to announce the delay alongside a new date and that it hasn't been nailed down yet. However, it could even slip into 2024. For those hoping the delay will mean a significant change as to how the game fundamentally runs, I don't think that's going to happen. It's said that the extra time will be used for polish. They need to just get this game out. They've been at it. They haven't released anything since 2015. Like, There's no way this delay doesn't have at least something to do with folk were raging with what they showed off a couple of weeks ago. But at a certain point, the game's nearly done. You can't change it now. There's there's only so much you can change. I mean, maybe they can take away some of the gear score stuff or whatever, but they need to just get the game out. At this point, it's just uh, they're just losing more money by not releasing it. It's, it's just yeah, it's a sunk extra cost, time in development's only going to cost more money, in which like the profitability reduces surely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like to me, at this point, the game is what it's going to be. If it's not what people like, then you're going to have to take the loss and then go and make another Batman game to get everybody back on site. Imagine the developers weren't allowed to use the word polish. <laughs> it's and such it, a crutch, isn't it? And it, every time a game is delayed, we're just going to give us a wee polish. Yeah, the PR yeah. guy's like that. Uh, so we're going with the polish line? I, I, should, I, should I say that this game's fucked? No, no, polish. No, polish. Tell them we're just polishing it up. Right, just to copy and paste for the last time. Yep. <laughs> Surprised nobody's been caught in one of those co- copy and pastes. I know. It's the same pish. <laughs> Most developer Polyarch is recognised for its charming diorama-like platformer adventures, but its next project will be something of a departure for the studio. Still being developed exclusively for virtual reality headsets, its next game will aim to, quote, broaden the appeal of VR by offering a competitive multiplayer experience. Quote reads, doubling down on the VR market, Polyarch's next game gives new and existing competitive gamers something to look forward to in the VR space. Every developer that I like is doing stuff that I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) Those Moss games are brilliant. And they lost me with the words multiplayer and competitive. Mm -hmm. I just want to be left alone (laughs) to game. (laughs) Leave me alone with my fucking VR headset on and geese peace. I don't want to be competitive. I've been asked to sign up to the beta that apparently next month they're doing like a closed beta for whatever this game is. And I got an email through about it and I was like reluctantly like, play it, but want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Moss 3? <laughs> so I'll report back next month. Okay. Uh, Gianni Infinantinino. Gianni Infantino. What did I say? You went Infantinantino. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gianni. Gianni Infantino, the head boy over at FIFA, has stated that we will be getting news very soon on a FIFA licensed competitor to EA Sports FC. Interestingly, where he had previously stated that the FIFA franchise wouldn't miss a year, his latest stance is that the next FIFA title will be 2025. Oh, sorry, which will be 25, which would suggest an autumn 2024 release. He reportedly promised to deliver the quote. Are you laughing because I've just skipped out his name? 
<laughs> the word says Infantino, and she just went, he says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going through that again. <laughs> uh, promised to deliver, quote, the best e-game for any girl or boy, basically cementing in fans' heads that he doesn't have a clue what he's talking about. Nor do I. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Aye, this guy's an absolute balloon. He doesn't have a clue what he's talking about. I mean, imagine putting out a quote. He's literally been interviewed here and he has said they will that they'll deliver the best e-game for any girl or boy. What? I mean, for a start there, he only thinks kids play games. I mean, what? you are a man-child, Aye. let's be honest. Man-child. But what a Muppet man. Like, remember last year he was saying, we will not miss a single year. There will be a FIFA game every year. Now all of a sudden he's like, all right, turns out games take a wee while to make. We will only miss one year. (laughs) And then next year he'll be like, we don't know what we're doing. Like, what are they going to do? Who are they going to get to make that? There's no, unless they get 2K maybe. Like, maybe 2K Mm. could do it. They used to have a football game. They have many sports titles. Maybe they could get them on board. But other than that, there's nothing to fucking make it. So is, is e Vancouver not making FIFA they, Well, they're or? making EA Sports FC because they dropped the FIFA license. So uh, FIFA is just going to be EA Sports FC 25, or 24, sorry, this year. And they've completely dropped FIFA. And FIFA have said, I will, we'll just get someone else to make the FIFA game. All oh, right, sorry, that's what it's... Right, okay. But the clown just thinks they can fucking magic one out their ass. It oh, takes he, years to make a game. Of course. Aye. Like he, so he said last year, we will not miss a year. There'll be a FIFA game every year. But obviously he didn't even have a developer. So Aye. they aren't. And now he's saying there'll be one next year. But there's no, no, they can't turn around a game so, in a year. Like, it's such a thing that like it's so hard to... It's the bravado on them. Because it's all the the infrastructure has been built up for so many years with Aye. FIFA. And adding, 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 mm. adding. You kind of just go in and go... Bang and compete with them. No, of course you can. No way. No and way. the worrying thing is, is that he clearly still hasn't grasped that. Why yeah. don't they just fucking sell it to? What's the game? One in eleven. One in eleven. <laughs> we should. It should be one in eleven. E football. E football. Fucking one in eleven. Where did I, I get that from? Because that's what it's called in Japan. <laughs> right. I used to always download Win and Eleven rather than uh, Pez because it was slightly better gameplay. That's right. That's I, used why. Impo- I used to import them all. That's why. Um, why don't they just sell it to them? They're going to have to do something. Sense. See, to be honest, it's not the worst idea because eFootball is... There's no comeback for that. It's no, done. Atrocious. But if it got the licence, surely... Well, it would certainly do... I mean, having said I say it's done. It's done on consoles. Like, there was an article recently that eFootball has been downloaded 400 million times but it's a game that's huge on mobile I might actually even download it at some point because it must be better on mobile or something because it's fucking shambles on console 400 million downloads it's it's big on on mobile Um, but yeah I mean they're going to have to do something because it's just it's so clear that this guy still doesn't get it. Like last year, when he was like, we will not miss a year, you're like, I will. As soon as you ask somebody that has a clue, they'll tell you, I you fucking are missing a year. Aye. But he still thinks there's one coming next year now. And there's not. Unless it's utter garbage. The whole, the, aye, that should be the natural progression where like, E, winning 11 should just go, well, can we just buy the license from you? 
we've got the the game and structure here anyway. And it just makes sense. That would just make sense. It could me. be. And it's to be honest, like in terms of consoles, it's the rebrand that eFootball needs mm-hmm. because it's yeah. like it's a laughing stock. I think if people tell this guy like how hard it is to make a game and he goes, Oh right, okay. And then somebody Aye. puts somebody puts that to him. Well, can army of the money. By the way, because people want a lot of money. There's pretty much two football games out there. The one that you fucked up with no getting on the license, and there's another competitor who, funny enough, don't really have many licenses. What about we just give it to them and then they'll compete with? Aye, to me. I, I I wouldn't be surprised. Like I, I, they need to do something. It's either going to have to be them or two K or this guy goes. All right, never mind. <laughs> yeah, like it. It needs to be something like that. Mm. Yeah. Disney Speedstorm, the upcoming racer from GameLoft, has a release date once again. The game, which was originally meant to launch in 2022, will now make a pit stop in early access on April 18th. Interestingly, though, while the game is set to be a free-to-play racer, if you want to jump on early access, you'll need to pay. The standard, deluxe and ultimate founders packs will set you back $29.99, or $69.99, respectively. Um, yeah, this was kind of similar to what they did with Dreamlight Valley, wasn't it? But then it was on Game Pass, so it was fine. <laughs> it's so weird. For most games, like early access, maybe you would get to play it without paying, but then you'd have to pay for the full release. Mm-hmm. But with this, you if you want to play it in early yeah. access, you have to pay for it. But then once it's ready, it's free. It's so backwards. Mm-hmm. But it's exactly what the same company did with Dreamlight Valley. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't seem as egregious because that was on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Will this be on Game no. Pass? No. You have right. to pay for it. It looks cool as well. It's like a yeah. proper Disney kart racer, like which sounds all right. But I'm not paying for it. Yeah, when you know not that it's idiot. coming free. Aye, I'll just wait till they've... Because all they're doing is you're going to basically play to... Pay to play test it, and then once it's ready, it's going to be free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, odd. Uh, video game accessory manufacturer Hyperkin has announced it will be launching its official Xbox 360 controller replica Xenon. So how was it? Think so. On June six this year for $49.99. This licensed controller will be available for pre-order on May 5th and can be used with the Xbox Series X slash X, Xbox One and Windows PC. It'll also come in white, black, red and pink. There's a lot of folk excited for this, but I don't know. Like The Xbox 360 controller was really cool, but I don't know. I have, I've held one recently and a lot of that is nostalgia like it's a cool controller and it was a really good controller at the time but the newer xbox controller feels much better big isn't it it just it doesn't fit i don't know i feel like xbox have been really good at just continually refining a controller that fits into your hand and i it just it was a great controller at the time but i I don't know who this is for it's not that much different from the original but it just doesn't fit as well In some Xbox Game Pass news, it was announced that Coffee Talk Episode 2 will join the service when it launches on April 20th. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the upcoming third-person asymmetrical horror game, has been dated for August 18th. And finally, Dead Static Drive was trailed and given an oddly specific Q3 2024 window. 
if you anyone gets a chance, check that dead static drive trailer out. It looks cool. It's like a sort of isometric GTA style game, but like with horror sort of shit going on as well. It's cool. What's it called, sorry? Uh, dead static drive. It's like I say, it's like isometric, and it's it was. I, I don't know exactly what this is about, but Kahulu, Kahulu type games. I think they're based on like novels or something. It's kind of like that, horror-y. Um, but uh, I, it's a bit like a sort of GTA style game. You can go about open world and then there's weird shit going on. I saw like some sort of giant spider trying to attack, but it looks cool. Um, it's a ways cool. off. Aye. But it's, it's going to be the game past day one, but uh, next year. And finally, a wrap-up of some other bits of news. So the dreadful-looking Crash Team Rumble has a release date of 20th of June and we'll get a closed beta next month, so you can check that out if you want. Battlefield 1943, Battlefield Bad Company, Battlefield Bad Company 2 and Mirror's Edge are being delisted on both PSN and Xbox on April 28th. To celebrate its five-year anniversary, Ubisoft has dropped an update for Far Cry 5, which boasts the game to boosts sorry the game to 60 FPS on PlayStation and Xbox Series consoles. Better yet, the game is going to be free to download and play on both systems between March 23rd and March 27th. And Lego is set to announce a cart racer on the day this podcast drops. Lego 2K Drive is looking to give gamers. On PlayStation and Xbox, a Mario Kart type experience. This looks really cool. Hmm. It like leaked, but it's like proper Mario Kart, except Lego. And I think they're using... It was hard to tell just from the leak, but it looks like they're using like all the Lego licenses, like Harry Potter, Batman, okay. all this sort of stuff. Like it, Star Wars. Like It looks like a proper, really cool kart racer. Hmm. I remember going to Legoland Windsor, uh, as a child and one of the things I loved like you, there's like car like Lego cars that you can go on that are like the little, like what's the word like bumper go carts well not go carts kinda mm. yeah but they don't they didn't go fast Aye. but um there was like traffic lights and things like that uh, and you could it's drive like a proper about. little road and you, at the end Lego. what's that made of Lego well Lego exterior. Uh-huh. Right. Um, oh. And at the end of it, you got like a little driving license. Like, oh. like a little, I mean, it was essentially a little bit of card or Aye. whatever, but you were. Uh, but you, like, yeah. yeah, you felt like you could have uh, I'm sure drove I did home. It, yeah, I did it multiple times, but it, it just, I don't know. It being... was the driving license from manual or not to, like, or... <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so. Pulled over on the M8 the way home. No, yeah. that doesn't have valid here. You've not got the proper license for this <laughs> Lego machine. Um, but yeah, that and. And a game would be cool. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. Like, I don't know. Like, I love Mario Kart, but I have to use the Switch to play it. Mm. And so, if there was a really good kart racer on the PlayStation or the Xbox, that would be fun. But what about Disney Speedstorm? Fan Dabidozzi. Uh, if it's good, yes. <laughs> We're about to be inundated with the old kart racers. Mm-hmm. Yep, that wraps up all our news for this week then. Is it time? It is time. Let's move to our movie review this week, which mm. is Winnie the Pooh, but not Winnie the Pooh as you know it. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Thanks to Terry for the recommendation. Yeah, thanks, Terry. Fuck so, off, Terry. yeah, I don't even know where to start with this one. So, 
I don't know how much you know about like the whole copyright thing. I know that. Yeah, so like basically, A.A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh became like copyright free, or what's the term like public, public domain. domain? Yeah. So anyone can now use rip it. the utter. You can arse. use the license and interpret it. In yeah, without style, being without which being this sued. Has. Yeah, but they've had to be careful because obviously. Disney have their own copyright on their version of Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. so that's why the guy looks nothing like the Winnie the Pooh that you kind of have come to know. The traditional yeah. Winnie the Pooh that everybody knows, which yeah. technically is Disney, let's face nah, it. He, yeah. he doesn't have his arse out. No. Yeah. And also, interestingly as well, Tigger... <laughs> just getting wee fun. Imagine... Imagine he just did the fucking red t-shirt on his balls. His fucking arse. <laughs> that would have been Wouldn't terrifying. Be quite, quite as intimidating. <laughs> just that fucking t-shirt. It's just oh, um, Tigger. Tigger. He didn't get his first like appearance until they after. Didn't, they didn't have the budget for Tigger. Well, no, but so he's not. Caught, he's not fair game yet. Is that why he was RIP'd? That's no, that's your. Oh, oh, so uh, Tigger's uh, the. Tiger. You're going to learn throughout this review, by the way, I do not know a lot about Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> like, I was like, no, not oh, at all. Yeah. So, I yeah, I that, that, I believe, is how this ca- this film came to be in existence. Because right. from January 1st, 2022. Somebody, I bet that guy just came across that and went, oh, this is up for interpretation now. Yeah. And then he went, how can I make this yeah. original? Well, when he made it original, that's for sure. Yes. So yeah, the happy adventures have come to an end um, as Christopher Robin, now a young man, has left Winnie the Pooh and Piglet to, I guess, fend for themselves. And as they time went to college, yeah, as time has passed, um, they've obviously felt very angry and abandoned by Christopher Robin, and the two become somewhat feral, mm-hmm. and they get a taste of blood, and then set off on adventures to find new sources of food, and it's not long before their bloody rampage begins. My so, first my first thought was, right away, this is shite, because the fucking two actors had that accent, that kind of German accent. I thought, oh, this is some European passion. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. And it was like, the acting was shocking right after the fucking start. Mm. The, see, Christopher Robin's wife is just awful mm-hmm. like she's the one like he wasn't great but she, I mean thank fuck she dies it. thank fuck she dies early doors spoiler alert by uh, the way well, we're, we're spoiling the film <laughs> but I mean she was fucking dreadful she was really bad and they did I know what you're saying they did that thing where in the first couple of minutes the two characters talking to each other were explaining everything that was going on and yes. everything that had happened up to that point and I'm like shows don't Sit there and have a fucking A to B conversation outlining everything. To us, aye, yeah. you know they may as well have turned exposition. I, I, aye, every word was exposition, letting you know that he'd fucking yeah played with these fucking winning the poo. But he, she's like, maybe I just think it was maybe your imagination when you were younger. And he's like, no, no, I definitely feel like I played with Winnie the Pooh. No, you know, I mean, what a load of pish. Aye. I, I literally, at one point in the first couple of minutes, I turned to Jess and went, I wouldn't be surprised if they turned around and faced the camera and went, this is a story, by the way. Yeah, so bad. And yeah, then- and there was a couple of odd bits, only at the beginning, really, where it was sort of like animation of like, so yeah. after 
Christopher Robin and his wife met them for the first time and whatever, like there was like a little interlude of animation yeah, randomly. I don't know if you've ever seen the film Wrong Turn. You ever watched yes, that? Yes, I have, but I don't remember anything about it. This this film was this that film, essentially. Mm, right. Like, Wrong Turn is basically God, I've definitely seen it. It's like Hillbillies in Alabama, like three mm. Hillbillies, like the inbreds. It's quite good, isn't it? It's, it's, well, it's, it's alright, but it's like inbreds in Alabama, this people take a wrong turn and then these people always end up getting killed in these woods mm. because these three inbreds. But this film pretty much follows that. Mm-hmm. Right. Honestly, if you watch so you use that as a template. Oh, it's because everything was this, the tone, right? The the fact that it starts and then does that we like you know how the it starts, but it's like newspapers and mm-hmm. and uh, news clippings and and like speech of the. Uh, Reporters talking about yeah. uh, hundred acre, uh, acres blood, all that kind of stuff. Mm. That is how wrong turn starts, mm. but it's talking about the inbreds and how people are getting lost in the woods. Yeah. Then it starts, and it's basically like people like it, it's the exact same film. Honestly, it's the exact same plot. And that's all I could think of when I was watching it. I was like, "This is fucking wrong turn." He's just ripped it, but he's just put Winnie the Pooh in it. It's literally the same. Instead of inbreds from Alabama. It's Winnie the Pooh and fucking Piglet, honestly. And then my thought, my second thought was, quite quickly you realise that Eeyore's did because mm-hmm. they've killed Eeyore and that's how they've kind of went a feral because they get the taste for blood. Mm-hmm. He must not have been dark enough. No, my thought was, I bet you that, and this is the logic that was making me like kind of think, how, where did they get this logic from? Right, where they probably were sitting in a room somewhere, right, and they went, right, we're going to make Winnie the Pooh. We're going to date as a horror. I just don't feel as if we can do E.R. justice because he's a donkey. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. E.R.'s a donkey. <laughs> right, aye. So in my head... You thinking, should have killed him off then. That we was could a good maybe call. make Winnie the Pooh, he's a bear, and Piglet's obviously a pig. We could make them quite scary, but I just feel as if E.R. being a donkey, people aren't going to really take to that mm. oh we're not going to take to that you know what I mean but here's fucking Winnie the Pooh with his arse out you know what I mean and fucking Piglet and that I was thinking what the fuck you know what I mean yeah. and then I don't know if you clocked it but when uh, Christopher the thing he's in the he's getting held you, you realise he's getting held captive mm-hmm. I'm sorry I'm going off man because I fucking hate it this okay. <laughs> he's fucking strung up and then you realise he's getting fucking Winnie the Pooh's made some blood shower mhm for him mm-hmm. so he's putting all these fucking body parts into a pail and it's going through some sort of system that Winnie the Pooh's rigged up and he's giving this guy a shower in blood for what reason we do not know that's no. all that's that's it's the end explained. of it yeah. I mean if you're going to do it do a golden shower wait he doesn't but he doesn't he doesn't do it because he's covering him in the blood to, to make him taste better or to make there's no explanation he just does it no. and that's it and that's the fucking tone of this film there's the shit that happens and it's like oh my god it's torture but, mate but the bit that I'm getting at is he he turns him around and then you get a first person view of Christopher's view and he's like, what's happening, what's happening? And then all of a sudden you hear a whip and then you realise that it's fucking Eeyore's hair that they pick, uh, one of the poos cut off. Mm. So it's Eeyore has a long ponytail of hair. Mm-hmm. Right, I didn't get that. I just thought it was one of the victims' no, hair. it's hair. It's, I thought it was maybe his wife's e- hair. It's Eeyore's hair. Yeah. And it, you're supposed to believe that this heed of hair is whipping him to an extent that he's got fucking gouges. Oh, they were big gashes, yeah. Gouges! Yeah. As if he's getting whipped by fucking 
leather, like, you know what I mean? It's hair. It was strapped together though, Andy. It's hair. It was put together by a couple of fucking uh, like, tie, like hair ties. Yeah. I think we need an experiment here. No, it was... Uh, um, Jess, cut your hair. The, the fucking sound of it. Whoosh! Yeah. Whoosh. I, I, I must say, like, the... I feel like the deaths and the... They were very gory. I feel yeah. like they did that quite well. Yeah. Like, they were... Mm. Right, Brutal. There was, C- there was CGI of the blood, everything, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's as if the guy went, "How do we do blood?" I know, I'm pretty sure blood squats every fucking scene. Mm. Yeah, blood's just going, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" It was I, but right. So back to when the wife dies. That Christopher Robin guy. Just fucking stands there. He does nothing. He just stands there going, no, stop it, Piglet. Stop. And you're like, try, try and help. Maybe just try. It's your actual fucking wife and she's four foot away from you being strangled to death. Maybe help. But he doesn't. He just sits there and cries. And then he runs away. And you're like, you shite bag. You deserve to be whipped with hair. But I, I would agree, Jess. I thought the deaths were pretty well done. Like, see when they, when they hog tat So, in fact, actually, do you know what I thought was well done, right? And I'm, I'm genuine here, right? <laughs> see the scene where the bimbo gets killed. Well, and the lead one? up to it, I suppose they were all bimbos. The one that's in the hot tub. Yes. Right, the proper bimbo, yes. right? So, she is taking pictures like Instagram pictures. As soon as you took pictures, I knew the setup was. But, I knew for a fact but that she was going to take pictures aye. and she was, she was going to see him. And I then s- when she turned that fucking light so it was going on and off, I knew he was going to be like, you were going to see the... He was going to come But closer. it was well done. Was it? I, I thought that bit was actually decent cinematography. Like him edging closer. Now, obviously, you have the clear logic gaps of one, she has seen fucking big hulking man with the face of a fucking pig or no a bear it was when he won it well a bear and she's just went ah fuck it I'm not letting him ruin my time so I'm going to shut my eyes which is mad also the fact she turns her back to him that's utter madness but I did think the idea of the flickering light and them coming closer I thought that was well done probably the best scene it's it's easily the best scene but I, th- I like you. I thought the deaths were pretty well done. Like, so she gets her head run over by a car, but he does it really slowly, and her eye socket pops but did out. Did you not think at first Piglet was walking over with the the sledgehammer? Oh, aye. Like, what's going on? But he was trailing over as if it weighs a ton, right? Trailing over, trailing over to her, and I thought, surely he's going to fucking whack her head with that mm-hmm. then he just stands on top of it and then puts the sledgehammer down so why was there a fucking 10 what, seconds 15 scene, second yeah. reveal of him going rrr, rrr, and trailing this thing for nothing that's that's my problem is the things just happen for no fucking reason psychological warfare mate no <laughs> no so I and thought all the, all the fucking deaths of other women could be easily escapable the first one runs the first one has she's on her phone mm-hmm. to somebody, mm-hmm. and then she sees one of the people Aye. in the woods, and she literally goes ah and drops her phone. Aye. Yeah, I, one of my issues with like horror films like this, I just like 
Horror films you, in general, for the most part, you're like, why are you doing that? You, you reflect and you think this is not the course of action any no. normal human being would take. But then equally, if they did take the normal course of action, then it wouldn't be a horror the film, film would not exist. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it been, happens for a reason, but yeah. But Scream done it well. Mm. Scream mm. totally redefined. There is limits. I know this isn't Scream, right? But this... Scream it is not. She goes under a fucking trait, like under a, a, a hanger. She sees it open a wee bit and she, she decides to go under there. Mm-hmm. Whereas you could just keep on running. You know what I mean? But no, I'll go and so make though. myself fucking... Where there's more weaponry and machinery that's clearly and set I'm up clo- to I'm be... I'm now enclosed <laughs> yeah. in a space where he could come in. Mm. And it's just like, Speaking of clothes. No Aye, at that scene, yeah. Yeah, at that scene, magically she's got her tits out. Oh, right? it just rips the top So off. I must have blinked at this point, right? And... I was trying to make notes at the same point and Jess is like, oh, her tits are out. And I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? And I looked up and I'm like, how the fuck is she topless? What? There was that a Hulk Hogan situation? Like, what the fuck happened? So I went back because I was like, how did that? Because it was like that, man. Yeah, and all of a sudden, bra, top, it's all gone. Yeah. And I was like, was that a cut? It, the, he pulls over her head. It just happens in an instant. Mm. And I was like, that was the most unnecessary nudity yeah, of all, all time yeah. and at that point I thought it's just it's going to be a film like that full of unnecessary nudity but I think that was the only well yeah when I yeah. looked at the parents guide um, it does say nudity and it says a young woman's top comes off while she's been attacked her breasts are visible for several seconds um, accurate yeah but I mean there wasn't much other nudity but there was unnecessary like attire I would say Oh yeah, absolutely. Aye, the girl, the bimbo that gets hogtied, like she's not wearing much, yeah. and they keep showing side boob as much yeah. as they can. They might be able to have the budget to uh, have one set of tits out, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I thought I, I genuinely did think that some. I thought it was funny for a start, right? Like I, I love a shit film, and I laughed the whole way through this. But I did think that some of this Just for clarity, it's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, and see, to be honest, I yeah. think it maybe is meant to be. Do you know there's, there's a no, sequel coming out? I heard that when it was launched, they said they were making another making one. Another one already. Wow. You'll be seeing it. Yeah. Um, but I thought the deaths were done well. I thought the like, even I mean, don't be wrong. The lead up to it, stupid as fuck. When that woman is just in that small pool, mm. just screaming, and you're like, move away. Oh, move oh my away. god. I was so frustrated. <laughs> I know. Yeah, she was running. Right. So. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> she's. Move this, away. So it's like a length, a length pool. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, obviously, we're doing lengths, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of long, but it's quite narrow. Yeah. It's probably about the, the width of a person if they spread right yeah. out from toe to, to feet. So fucking piglets in there trying to get over the chain. Can I get over the chain? Goes. Right, I'm just going to get my sledgehammer and I'm going to walk in the pool and come after her. So she starts swimming, walking away to the other lane for the pool mm-hmm. while Piglet's slowly walking after her. Can you not just turn to the right and step up out Aye. of the pool yeah. and bolt? Yeah. And no. th- this is after oh five minutes God. of her just staying still in the pool. Exactly. When well, she could have fucked off. Pummel. And then when he goes to fucking swing to hit her, could you not just go under the water? Dodge or, or do, something. Oh, do something. Do you something. Could, you could definitely try to do something. But again, like, 
the actual blow that she takes to the head, like we both did go, oh, like it was quite a mm. fucking tee off. Mm. Like our whole head just basically explodes from the shot to the head. Uh, but at this point, I'm just so frustrated. <laughs> I'm so frustrated at this point. I can't take any more. I thought the one of the girls growing a set of balls and murdering Piglet Piglet was quite good. But then and then she turns around and he just takes that knife right through her mouth and out the other side. That again, I'd gotta give it I thought the deaths were pretty decent. The ending if you can call it an ending. I was like what? I was waiting for something else to happen. Yeah. What? See when yeah. weird. Um. Now, granted, you can almost you can almost forgive it in a film like this because it is shit. So it's not like I'm expecting everything tied up in a nice wee bow and you to be like, oh, that was what a self-contained story. But I've said this before. I am fucking sick of films finishing, and you've been like, is that the end? It's happening all the fucking time. Is that, do you think, because there is now a second one being... Quite possibly, aye. Because the main girl gets killed and Christopher... What's his name? I'm going to call him Christopher Walken now. Christopher Robin. He he just... He sort of bolts and you're like, does he get away? Does he not? And I suppose now that we know there's a sequel coming, makes a little bit more sense, I suppose. Mm. But I'm like, there's so many films these days that either the ending is left up to your interpretation... Or it just doesn't feel like an ending. Mm. And it's all the fucking time. But um, one thing, like I think partly why I'm being a little bit more easy on the film is, like like I say, I thought the deaths were cool, but this film was made for less than 100,000. And given the special effects mm. on the deaths, I do think that is kind of impressive. Mm. It was made by amateur filmmakers, clearly. Yeah. Well, like that was not that shot in ten days. Or something aye, shot in ten days. But I mean, like, I don't know. It, it sort of showed to me that I was like, "There's obviously been massive leaps in like CGI and prosthetics and stuff like that." Where, like, because some of those amateurs, some of those well. deaths did look brutal, mm-hmm. and for less than a hundred thousand, yeah. it's not yeah. bad. I mean, the fucking house that all this shit happened in must have cost a couple of grand to fucking rent. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the fact that it was made for such a pittance, like so we're supposed to believe as well that Winnie the Pooh or Piglet can spell. Mm, that's true. Yeah, because they, they wrote that in the because aye. they write "get out" and "blood." That's mm-hmm. right on a windy. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to believe that they are doing fucking English lessons or something like that. In their wee village. It's not the most far-fetched thing in the film, though. Yeah, obviously there's no dialogue from them other than the grunts and groans, but, like... Oh, no, Winnie the Pooh says something to Christopher. Does he? He goes, right at the end, he goes, you left. Oh, yeah. He's like, no, I'll stay with you, I'll stay with you till the end of time, blah, blah. You left. And then cuts her throat. Also, can I just, like... Is he meant to be an actual... Bear slash like what is he? What are they meant to be? I, I think don't... he is a bear eye. Because to me, it, it was a, looks it looked like, like a guy, guy in a mask. A mask. <laughs> this the eyes were sunken in. You could see like the, it's terrible. So you could almost be forgiven for thinking, is it a guy who's got some sort of 
complex. Complex, like personality uh-huh. complex, and he thinks he's a bear. Uh-huh. Or is this supposed to it's supposed to be. It's not your average bear. Fucking Winnie the Pooh is in this world. That's not even the same one, is it? What I said, he's not your average bear. That's somebody else, that isn't is. it? That's Paddington. No. Who's the bear that goes around Yellowstone Park? Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear. Not your average bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's next. Oh, Maybe they could team up with him. Film. What? There's a Yogi film, but not uh. this. What, so what are they going to do in the sequel then? Because if Piglet's dead, well, maybe they are. still about. He's right. the main guy, obviously. He's the head honcho, he's isn't gonna, he? He's gonna, it's going to be like Crocodile Dundee. He's going to come into the city. <laughs> <laughs> he probably will, by the way. <laughs> he's just going to be walking about. Fucking going, oh, there's fucking Winnie the Pooh. He signed my book. Cu- <laughs> cu- there's, couple there's of things. There's a few other characters that they've not That's true. used. The Aye, kangaroo and stuff. Like, huh? There's a kangaroo. Is there? That's not going to translate well, is it? Because no. honestly, that's why they've got... But, oh, they kind of used to you were saying. Um, until 2024. Oh, well. Ooh. So, maybe it works out for the sequel. Ah, it will, definitely. No, they'll have the show Yeah, there's already. Kanga and then the baby Roo. All right. The owl. Uh, the owl. <laughs> That's the guy you want about one face and owl. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> he keeps doing this with his hands like a crab. Right, a couple of things before we finish it off. Yes. One, did you not think it was weird? So see the main girl. Like, she. one was the main girl though? The one that died last. Because mm-hmm. I didn't, they all get fucking ample screen time. I didn't think one was the main girl or what. Oh. I thought the one, one of the main girls was that one that was beating the shit out of Piglet and then she gets fucking killed. And I'm like, was she not the main lassie? I'm, I'm, I was confused to fuck. Well, I would, I was taking it as the main girl was the one that had the backstory. Because that's what I'm talking about. So she right. says that the whole reason I brought you here is because I needed to get away. And she starts talking about how someone was... stalker. Aye, she's a stalker. And I'm like, oh, so this is going to be the fucking Winnie the Pooh was stalking her and but, he wasn't the but it wasn't it was just some other random guy and I'm like well what was the point in any of that but then as soon as you go to the IMDB when it either Winnie the Pooh or Piglet is credited as Winnie the Pooh stalker slash stalker oh. as if he was that, that stalker alright which confused the life out of me because I was like yeah. oh maybe there is a link that. to it then because I was like well what's the fucking point in this if that's not got any link to Winnie the Pooh she looks at Winnie the Pooh and then goes he follows me everywhere and I'm like but this is the first time you've seen him and I'm like what is oh, going on aye there must be something on? to it then because the way it was made out was almost as if that guy could see the second time he comes into her house and he's like in the bed with her and she says she screamed and it was almost it wasn't spelled out completely but it was almost like she got arrested like she got him arrested yeah. but then it can be I don't know yeah. I was confused. there's I, a lot that of was potholes all... yes. there, there is a, a few potholes there's <laughs> things they start and don't finish it's shocking mm-hmm. shall we rate have you got anything else you'd um, like to add line of the film um, the four guys that right before the end there's the four guys oh, that you find that surround Pooh uh, aye um and uh, one of them shouts, you think you're tough, you fucking nonce. <laughs> fucking <laughs> laughing. That was a great line. Um, I no, that's me. Oh, one last thing, sorry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know why I didn't sort of get this. It was you had to sort of tell me at the end. I 
didn't really get that this was a British film. I I sort of like I don't know the, the girl that I really? saw the girl that We're I saw as English the accents, then, well that's the thing I wasn't Murphy, Christopher fucking Robert. aye but so the main girl or the one I took as the main girl the girl that died last she was from Manchester she did have a sort of Manchester accent but I also felt like there was a tinge of like Australian or something in there as well her accent sounded mm. like it was twanging a bit and like I don't know I just it never occurred to me really that it was a British film just because see the the locales that they used, yeah. it didn't seem like British to me. Yeah. It felt more Australian. I don't. I just. I don't know. But it was filmed. It was filmed. In, it was filmed. <laughs> Australian. It, what does Australian feel like? Different. <laughs> the, the toilets flushed the wrong way. Oh dear. Um But yeah, I just. I don't know. It was filmed in Sussex, but I didn't. I just didn't correlate it with that. But yeah, let's pie one. One. Three. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Three pies. Will watch again. No, you won't. Yes, I will. Jess, you will not allow that. Do you know I watched Far Cry again last week? Oh my god. Why would you do that to yourself? It's funny as fuck. Oh, Good times. Yeah, glutton for punishment, so yeah. Isn't he just... Okay, so that is all for this week, I believe. We will have an Afterlife episode dropping all about Final Fantasy 5, 6, 7. So make sure you are subscribed. People are going to think now that it's three different Final Fantasy games, but it's just Final Fantasy 7, is it not? Yeah, I was just reading that because like, it's written as V11. So oh my God. I had to just add it up in my head. Well, outla- <laughs> slash out loud. Every wrestling fan knows how to do Roman numerals. Right, well, I'm not a wrestling fan, so therefore... <laughs> right, just for clarity, they're not talking about Final Fantasy 5, 6 and 7. They're talking about Final Fantasy 7. What a great advert for the episode I've just, just given. I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's lovely. Yeah, make sure I subscribe so that you don't miss it. And we will talk to you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye for now. Au revoir. Oh, there's another one I know. It's <laughs> alright.